Hello and welcome to the Super Show Podcast episode 50. The big 5-0, fellas. Woo, we made it. I don't know <laughs> we made, who, who what we made it to, but yeah. We, we went this far. Uh, I'm your host, Chris, and uh, joining me today is uh, Jamie with his luscious locks and Jonesy yeah. with his cyberpunk chair. Side effect of uh, going back into lockdown <laughs> is the hair's coming back. It's weird to think back, I was maybe. fully bald like a few months ago. You, you that te- is insane to think. Well, Are I've you had tempted hair, to go Bam Bam multiple, Bigelow again? Um, no, no, I don't think I could ever go Bam Bam Bigelow again. Especially, I've had r- normal haircuts since then as well, probably yeah. too. It just keeps coming back no matter what you do. Can't keep the hair away. It's kind of weird. It's da- it grows damn fast. <laughs> Thank you. I take that as a compliment. Keep the hair away. Oh, the hair. Yeah, sorry. I, yeah. No. Yeah. It's, I need yeah. a bit of a trim as well. Look at that. Just like, well, nice. see, I, I look at that and I laugh, but I guess that's probably long for you, right? Well, I mean, it's kind of long. Chris, you, you look like a school shooter when you do that. Please care, be careful. I just Jones, know Jonesy's hair is deceptively long. Look at yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, that's mental. Put, put that's down, probably longer. That's, long, that's, that's longer than. Well, Jonesy's got a massive forehead though. Oh, I just had true. it cut. This is I had it cut a little while ago, so it's not. Like, that see, long. I, I, my, my hair looks weird when I pull my fringe down, which I won't do now. But it's because my forehead's three fingers rather than four. <laughs> hmm. I've got a forehead. See, one, two, three, four. Yeah, I've got a forehead. Yeah, whatever. Like, if I, all right, if I, do, if I do my, what is it, James? Oh, got, what is this? James a, got a three head. A, a hair cutting podcast? No, it's a gaming podcast, fellas. We and uh, we're available on YouTube and uh, podcasting platforms of your choice. I'm talking Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, Radio.com, all of these things. Uh, we're also on Paisley Radio, which is PaisleyRadio.com, which is an internet radio, believe it or not, and uh, it's damn good. They got programming all week and we are available on there thursday at 10 p.m so go check it out or if you're listening on paisley radio go check out the youtube and you know have a good time mm. fellas can i can I, for our audio listeners only can i just quickly say something that is yeah. really important if you want to find out if you have a forehead or a three head <laughs> or a five head as we were just doing and you didn't see it <laughs> what you do is you line your hand up just above with the top of your eyebrows and see how many fingers until it touches your hairline so I have four fingers between my eyebrows and my hairline, so yeah. that is why I'm a forehead. I, I guess mm. it depends. So, everyone everyone got... around the world listening to this, give yeah, it a but try. hold on, because I mean, I've got a forehead, but then again, I've got monkey paws. Whereas Jamie's got like gorilla, gorilla. <laughs> but, but, but also, as you the can see now, like my hairline isn't straight. I've got the kind of the thing where it comes With down peak. in the middle. Oh, so you, you, it, yeah, uh, you got you got the fucking. Um, Vegeta the hairline. Vampire. I like the it. Vegeta hairline, yeah, I guess so. I like Which is uh, probably a roundabout way of saying that I'm just receding faster at the edges than I am in the middle. <laughs> but uh, I'll take it. Vegeta, yeah. let's go, baby. Fair. Um, you know what was cool, though? Because obviously Spotify had their kind of, uh, I don't know what they called it, but their year in review where they're like, this, yeah. this is all the shit you've listened to. And uh, a handful of people have been like, hey, you guys are my number one podcast. Yay. Ooh, that's wicked. So, that's cool. you know. Thank you. Really, really do appreciate that. Even if it's in the top five, like fucking. Hell. Can, can, can I make a bizarre, a bizarre uh, confession? Yeah. The, the Super Show podcast was not in my top five podcasts, but the All Time Gaming one was for some reason. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess weird, I went back dude. and listened to old ATG podcasts more than I actually ever listened to any current. Or, or do you Super think Show it's maybe one year. day you just put on the old ATG podcast and then just left it and it just cycled through? Maybe there there is it does have a stat for that. It tells you like your biggest uh, podcast marathon. Oh like, yeah, apparently yeah. I listened right. to three episodes of the IGN UK podcast Ooh, in one day. Um, I did uh, four four episodes of the official podcast, 
and I there don't know how that's possible. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I should add that that's the only part of my Spotify wrap up I'm going to be revealing today because everything else was mortifyingly embarrassing <laughs> and just a horrifying <laughs> reminder of how bad my tastes are. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I'm sure the uh, <laughs> I'm sure the Super Show Patreon exclusive um, Spotify playlist did oh. not help with any of that either. <laughs> No, but you know what? Funnily enough, it was on the right track. If you take a little sample of what's going on there, that yeah. somewhat informs the rest of my year. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I, need to, I don't listen to Spotify. I need to get on it. Oh, you know, man. Jonesy's more Shocking. of a cassette tape kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I'm Amazon Music. I only listen to that because the kids can use it. So they talk to the... Uh, oh, because you've got the an Alexa. And stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. They t- and they can do it. So they talk to it and right. tell it what to play. Fair. Makes sense. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, jumping straight into the news, um, a little bit more Fortnite stuff. Now, I know, you know, the viewers might be going, oh, fuck this Fortnite bullshit. Uh, But there's something interesting here, because for a brief moment in time, Fortnite was no more. It's just gone. Couldn't play Fortnite. Oh, wow. Oh, marketing. There we go. But yeah, they just finished up their, um, I believe it was the Chapter 2 Season 4 event which was uh marvel's galactus the planet eating dude don't know what you call yeah. him a, a, he seems like a dude an entity there okay. we go a force of nature uh and he as far as i understand it ate the the core of the world of Fortnite while simultaneously being beaten by your heroes or some shit like that and then uh the servers went down to load up the next season which i believe if you're listening to this, it's probably up already, which is uh, season five. Yes, which yeah. I think we actually talked about last week. We already knew some of the kind of the skins and the cross-promotional stuff they were doing for season yeah. five. How many skins, Jamie? Oh, four skins as always, Chris. I'm not going to fall <laughs> for that one again. Um, but I think still we, we mentioned them last week, but the Mandalorian still seems to be the main takeaway here. I actually watched a little trailer for the season five battle pass. Yeah. And... A character that Troy Baker voices called, I think, Agent Jones, who seems to be a figure that exists kind of in this separate alternate universe that overlooks the Battle Royale universe that keeps cycling through all these different themes. I don't know. There's a lot going right. on. And I don't really understand it. <laughs> yeah. but, but but he said in the Battle Pass trailer, he seemed to be leading like a group of bounty hunters, um, right. which were led, which, you know, foremost amongst them were were... Um, the Mandalorian. Although it doesn't necessarily, the bounty hunter theme doesn't necessarily make sense with some of the other bits and pieces we've got to share today. Yeah, yeah. Kind of weird. But yeah, so it's interesting, isn't it? Because it almost implied that the Fortnite Battle Royale that you're playing in each game is just part of a looped simulation, which is an, you know, an interesting way of kind of trying to justify something that doesn't need any justification whatsoever. So what the fuck are you thinking, Epic Games? But hey, there you go. Uh, it's yeah. nice that they feel they have to tack on some sort of sense of reality to yeah. it, but they Look, don't need to. I, I got to say this this much: as as much as I don't like Fortnite or whatever, um, it is still, as we mentioned last week, you know, the biggest game in the world, or if not one of them. Uh, but I have to hand it to them that their their events, like if you're a fan, having these kind of events that you know take the whole season and they culminate in this big epic kind of. Um, Thing, showdown whatever it may be that's fucking cool like i wish that i had something like that on on dota 2 or it, how cool would it be if there was actually something like that in warzone 
rather than oh, just you dude. wake up one day and there's there's a fucking 120 gig update and it's like oh hey the the fucking the stadium's open yeah, I mean, you got to give it to them. Like the the fan service in Fortnite is actually is really good. And the, just because I don't play the game, I can still appreciate. It. And I love the stuff they do, like yeah. the the music video thing that they did as well. Who I can't remember who that was who did it. And the um, some of the other Travis things they've done have been have been wicked. And this yeah. whole season, you know, like the season ends and you can't play and you've got a, and Galactus and um, it's wicked. I'd yeah, love it if they did. Well, yeah, you, you're not the only one that thought it was wicked, Jonesy, because 15.3 million concurrent players, the biggest in-game event that Fortnite has ever had. And I wonder if that's actually the biggest uh, in-game event that any game has had because 15.3 million. I mean, it's, 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 it's got to be up there, right? Un- almost unfathomable numbers. Yes, it is. that is what's that? That's a th- about the uh, quarter of the population of the UK. <laughs> like, okay, well, when you numbers, put it like that, it's not that. I'm yeah, like... that's incredible. That's an amazing number. <laughs> Imagine like one in four people in the whole of the United Kingdom just sat at home doing like yeah. It, it, it is it is kind of mad, and I it it's shit like this that makes me think that I should just get onto my Fortnite account for those kind of end of thing events because yeah from what i understand it wasn't just a battle royale it's like everyone coming together to fight galactus and then there was like an on rail section where you kind of scale up his body to deliver a a payload in his mouth and just you know just one of those and i i don't know it it sounds pretty cool you know yeah and it's fascinating as someone again who it's very easy to fall into the trap of when a a an, an ongoing game like Fortnite is just doing its thing and moving from season to season, yeah, yeah. that to, to just to think it's maybe it's dwindling or the numbers aren't there, or just because you aren't hearing about it. But every yeah, no. now and then they have their these big events where they move on to the, another season in a big way, and you're reminded just what the pulling power is. And uh, even my my regular Warzone Twitch streamers that I go and watch, they've yeah. all been playing Fortnite the whole last week because everyone wants to enjoys the build up to the event and then there's the event itself which is a big streaming uh you know thing for for twitch and youtube and then of course the new season actually starts and everyone wants to see what the crack is so um (laughs) it's a it's a it makes sense sort of from whatever perspective you look at it and it's a testament to the to the staying power of not just Fortnite as a game but also how these big events are 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 doing wonders for for keeping people in that loop so there were 3.4 million people, actually, Jamie, that watched across uh, Twitch and YouTube, which is mental. But yeah, yeah. I just kind of wish that other games-as-a-service games would take this into it. You, you know what is super fucking telling? What's that? Is that Fortnite's games-as-a-service out-marvels Marvel's games-as-a-service. <laughs> Who fucking true, would no, that True, 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 100%. Absolutely insane. But yeah, so there's the Mando skins and the uh, Baby Yoda fucking... I hate what they call it, but they call it Back Bling. Jesus Christ. Eh. Back? What's Back Bling? That's like your backpack. It's like a backpack. Oh, right. It doesn't necessarily Uh, have to be a bag. That was was probably a turn that that sounded cool to them however many years ago, and maybe they regret (laughs) it in 2020, but... You roll with the punches, don't you? Yeah, I mean, when, once you're locked in, you're locked in, right? Uh, I mean, we called been... our podcast The Super Show, so... Uh... <laughs> uh, what are you talking this, this? Yeah, because we couldn't necessarily call it the five-star podcast. Well, maybe we could have, actually. I don't know. Hey, yeah, I think... We probably would have got away I with think it. this show is pretty fucking super, and I, I believe it'll be super for years to come. But anyway... Uh, wow. We've now also been confirmed that Kratos... 
the god of war himself, the Greek god of war, I might add, uh, is yeah. coming to Fortnite as a skin. And I don't know about you. I don't know if you guys have seen the skin, but it looks really fucking strange, man. Well, that it, art style makes everything look a little yeah. weird. Yeah, though, I was going to say it has to be Fortniteified to a certain extent, right? I guess, but it's it's just like okay, so it's it's the latest God of War iteration, so the uh, the Dad of War with the beard, um, <laughs> but yeah. he just looks a little bit too skinny, and he he's meant to be an older, grislier Kratos, but he just looks kind of like porcelain smooth. You know what he looks like? He looks like those fucking latex fetish videos that uh, uh that um uh that jamie has been telling me about that i don't know anything about at all so you know yeah we, we don't need wow. to talk about them it's all right yeah. <laughs> um but, I, I get what you mean but i think he looks fine i think he just looks four and ninety. it's all right <laughs> just seems like the, the most low rent way of bringing kratos into Fortnite. that's just me whatever i'm picking i i i'm just excited I get for... stuck up on these things I, I think that you have to kind of smooth over Kratos's particularly bumpy skin, don't you, to Fortnite Fire? That's. I'm just excited for the Xbox fans because this is the closest they'll ever get to playing the 2018 game of the year. So enjoy. Yeah, fair. Uh, but speaking of the Xbox fans, there's a rumor. Now it might have been a Photoshop or it might have been a leak, whatever it may be. But there is a rumor that Master Chief is going to be coming to Fortnite as well. At this point, it yes. just kind of feels like they're trying to be the Smash Brothers of Battle Royale. Well, this, Chris, uh, ties into great, yeah, great show. An, 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 an additional rumor that I, w- I won't take any credit for because I saw it on, on Twitter first. Yeah. But uh, some people are speculating that obviously, like, uh, Kratos, is, it seems like pretty much set, even though Fortnite, I believe, themselves, or Epic themselves haven't officially confirmed it. Yeah. Master Chief is, like, a slightly less of a rumor. The possibility of a Game Awards announcement next week of a Sony mascot, an Xbox mascot, and a Nintendo mascot all being announced and coming to Fortnite at the same time. Maybe... What about a little little Samus Aran action? A little Metroid love? That would be hard. Could you see it happening? Samus, Kratos, and Master Chief all coming to Fortnite? That would... I mean, it it makes sense, right? Like, uh, Fortnite does quite well on the Switch, I believe. Like, why, why not? Yeah. What? They need to get over the Metroid thing. What do you mean yeah. get so, over the Metroid Alex thing? Alex Jones. Like what? it's so overdone. You, you like who cares? It's so How overdone. Oh, okay, I'm so Chris, bored. People let, let, me, let me ask the big question that really is going to put a knife in Josie's whole <laughs> fucking gaming career right now. Name one Metroid game you ever fucking even played, you don't. <laughs> None of them. <laughs> yeah, but this is the point. Exactly. This is the Get point. The We're still podcast. waiting. We're, we've been waiting for a new Metroid game for such a long time. Like, talk about it when there's a goddamn game out. Like, we've been talking about it for the last, like, three or four years now because of a tiny reveal at E3. You know, a like, tiny reveal years ago. For, the four, for the fourth entry in a series. It's not like it's but an it doesn't, unknown but it entity doesn't matter. that hasn't earned anything. They're it is an unknown they, entry. No, they didn't not. show anything. They, and everyone the pretended they gave a shit. series. Oh, no one... Nobody cares about it. It's just on that little train of things people wow. pretend to give a shit wow. about. People so, pretend Alex to Jones, give a shit that about that, Metroid. That, uh, wow. Super Mario is for kids and... Uh, Super Mario is for kids. The Nintendo Samus. Switch is a, a dinky little console for a dinky cartoon, little console cartoon, cartoon games. There is nothing wrong with, having, wow. with a dinky little console for, for a bit of kids gaming. I enjoy it myself, but it's, it is what it is. <laughs> don't pretend it's not. Why don't, why don't you go and spend another couple of hundred pounds on Star Citizen, you fucking cuck? <laughs> I haven't spent a hundred pounds yet. No, look, it's fine. As soon as there's a Metro Prime game that comes out, 
that I can play and I can get into or not, then I will decide if I care about I, a crossover. But until that you. happens, I don't care. I don't believe like, you because you haven't played any any Metroid game. Exactly. Stop getting excited about games that haven't even come out yet. Like, or that, uh, that we're haven't not, even we're not had anything. excited about games that haven't come That's like saying we're not allowed to get excited about Master Chief because Halo Infinite's not out yet. You're ignoring the fucking <laughs> 70 other Halo games. <laughs> no, but you've got to, but there's not even anything to look at or to get your teeth into. There's not even any, like, uh, any it's game a, footage it's a or gameplay it's, it's a character that's exactly. been around for over 30 years and people it's have a just, reverence for. It's just a character. I don't even believe that many people have a reverence for samus either wow everyone's got wow. a reverence for samus because they thought they were playing that game as a dude and then they saw it was a chick and then they got the ending where she was in a bra and pants and they had a wank that's why everyone has a big exactly for it. as a little pixelated like piece of crap <laughs> the first Listen, like, people ever saw i've also never played halo but i completely <sighs> understand yeah, the go. love for master chief no i completely understand the love for master chief because you can see the love you can see the game footage you can hold see on you can, hold on you can see the love you can point, see master chief coming with a different perspective like- samus samus is in a, you look at the late the last game that came out for a metroid game and samus is a pixelated little blob of shit that's like, that's just, just untrue it is true well i think actually the last metroid game with the word prime in the title was the weird uh 3ds one with all the mini games like like metroid prime rocket league where you shoot the ball <laughs> into the goal and stuff like that. oh yeah i'm so, i'm so excited about that this, Try, is, this yeah. is exactly this exactly. is mental you, like you you come I'm, up with the I same hope, argument I the new one. for two games but you come to two different no. conclusions no 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 it's completely different oh, i've never played halo but i can understand the reverence for the character of master chief and it's it's fine. And then it's like, yeah. Oh, I've never played a fucking Metroid game, but I don't understand why people like Samus. Get over it. Like it just. It, it, no, 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 not not. I don't understand why people like. I don't understand why people get all excited about Samus as a as a character in the future of because, those games when because, it's like oh, that because, was like such well, an open Metroid and Metroid and Super Metroid and the Metroid Prime it's trilogy were open. like five of the best Nintendo games of all time. But so, but too long ago, too long ago to be excited now. Get over it. Wow, wow, Jesus! Too okay. long ago. You you fucking got ago. excited for a hot minute about the Prince of Persia remake. When was their last fucking Prince of Persia? The last good one. Uh oh, god! Exactly. T- uh, 10, 15 years ago? No, twelve years ago, something like that. About twelve years ago. Yeah, basically. And you want to talk to me about is- who's more iconic, the fucking the prince or Samus? <laughs> I've never said the prince is like I've never told anyone yeah, else they should not. be excited he's a, he's about a, it. He's a big wet wipe. He's a fucking <laughs> emo that no one likes. Also, he's been around for uh, probably been around for longer than Samus has been around for. To be fair, I, uh, probably. But so what? Well, apparently, length of longevity uh, means that you should give him care more about a character. Yeah, so but hold on, Jesse. Hold metric. on, because you you told me before we started recording. That length has got nothing to do with it, and it's what you do with you, you know. It's what you do with what you got. Come on, you told me that, dude. Like I, I am cool. I am such a hype train kind of person. Like I love getting on the hype train. I love getting overly excited <laughs> about games before I should. But this new thing that people have these days to like get so excited about the the idea of a game that they've had nothing for, and the last time they saw it You're, was that is twenty odd years ago. No, it's, it's not too much. Twenty years ago, it's not too much years ago. Well, no, I, no, no, but I'm not talking about Metro. I'm talking about in general. Like in these days, it seems like it can be um, twenty years ago, twenty five years ago. People get really excited, and you're like, okay, 
a more recent one was even um, like Animal Crossing. I didn't understand the excitement for the new Animal Crossing. Like it was an okay game from, you know, seven years, I think. And you're like, why has this hype train gone so mental? I don't know. It's weird to me. It's very strange to me. This sounds it's, more it, and more like a Nintendo thing. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. Nintendo. Yeah, it's like you, you, you've just got a vendetta against Nintendo. How dare you? I love Nintendo. I absolutely love Nintendo. I don't think you do. I'm, I'm just a realist. Thing. You slag off their consoles. You slag off their first party titles. You slag off the people who play them. <laughs> no, I, you take it as slagging off. I I like <laughs> Nintendo very much. I've, I've I've always loved Nintendo, but this, you think the way is, I describe like, it is like when Donald, this is like when Donald Trump reminds everyone how much he loves African Americans and Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love them. I love them. Wow. Okay. Nintendo have always been like my, uh, they they were formed the basis of my gaming in general. They formed the I basis can, of the economy. I, I, love can, them. I can see them for what they are. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, guys. Let, <laughs> anyway. Let's just, we digress. Let's just move on. And you know what I want to move on to? There's no clear segue for it, but I'm just going to go into it anyway. <laughs> Our patrons. Yay. Because uh, this show is brought to you by a select few. You know, the, uh, the creme de la creme of uh, generous people. Uh, but if you'd like to support the show in any way that you can, head on over to patreon.com forward slash super show. We've got tiers ranging from $2, which gets you Discord access, access to our Minecraft server, uh, access to our Spotify playlist, as I mentioned earlier, all the way up. Uh, and you can get some Patreon-exclusive podcasts. Uh, in fact, we recorded yesterday a Patreon-exclusive Q&A part one because we've got so many questions that we'll do a part two at another date uh so mm. head on over there check it out uh, in the meantime we've got some people to thank because these people have opened up their wallets to us and <laughs> we've opened up our loins and i'm talking about aim aaron cameron athletic gravy brett z freddie k official hacksaw book read jesper camdahl nielsen leo Merger, lonnie thompson martin skihan mindful pig nathan pierce Scary Omen, Starfall Kid, and the big boys, Peaswad, The Dude Abides, and Manuel Guerrero. Hey, there they hey. are. So now, Thanks, everyone. So now Legends last week, I said that, you know, that was that was Peaswad, that was The Dude Abides, and yep. we said that if there was going to be a third person, it might just have to be testicular in nature. Uh, yes. But now, seeing as there's only one extra person, and I do have two testicles, I think testicle one is going to have to be Manuel and testicle two is going to have to be Guerrero. So, Okay, so now you've got Mr. PP with Manny and Guerrero. <laughs> Manny it's and Guerrero. not the boys anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's not the boys. The boy, the boys have been split up. The boys have disbanded. No, I miss the boys. I miss the boys. <laughs> just just name the, something else, the boys. I don't know what else you have. What a human, I don't know. Like your your your, your knees. My knees, my knees are called the boys. That's fine. Yeah. I think you should keep keep the balls as the boys and name your nipples Manuel Guerrero. <laughs> I, I, well, hang I like on, we that. don't. I don't know. Manuel didn't agree to this. This wasn't what he signed up for. So we got to be careful here. Yeah, we. In a way, we kind of want him to keep pledging. <laughs> yeah, he just yeah. watches this. as like, I didn't sign up to be named after a fucking nipple. <laughs> 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 he just cancels immediately. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hmm. Now we haven't decided on a uh, on a comment of the week, which is what I like to kind oh, of yeah. wrap everything uh, out into. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, 
Go on, Jones. What you, 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 what, you yeah, want to pick on. one? I, w- I was going to... I quite like the um, this this comment. Uh, when Chris is sitting in this room, it looks like he's sitting in a baby crib with that background, which fits perfectly with my idea that he's the shortest of the three. It's wow. a good comment. Because it kind of does look like you're sitting in a baby crib. You've done that on uh, purpose, right? You've literally... You've got, like, the, uh, the, the thing behind you with the slats. You've got the two walls either side. Yeah, well... I'm not going to say what it is. Could be a throne. <laughs> Could be a fancy toilet. You know, I mean, I am a Greek South African. You don't know where we defecate. Okay. So it could, could be any of these things. I'm going to leave that up to the imagination. But I will confirm that I am I mean, indeed it's obvious the shortest of the three by quite a large margin. <laughs> but by it, a reasonable amount. It's, it's interesting that that's like, uh, that we even have to comment on that because... Oh, hold on. Sorry, it's, Jamie, before you go, that, that is coming from... Uh, our pal Leonard. Shout out to Leonard. Leonard. Uh, but I, I was just going to say that when you come into a situation like this or like a, a dynamic like ours, especially with how long we've been working and recording together, yeah. we just kind of assume that it's obvious for whatever reason, like what the differences between us are, whether it's in height or whatever. But you, you realize very quickly when you read some comments that, yeah, some people have no idea. And I think we're having a yeah. conversation. I can't remember if it was on the Discord or where it was, but. Inside the last couple of months where some people who listened for a long time didn't know who was tall and who was short. And I, I, I someone even thought that I was the, the short one, which I think is a side effect of the uh, the 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 width that I maybe bring to the proceedings, maybe. The, the girth. I don't know. But but if they're looking at this camera, the, your camera is at a, at a high angle. Mm, so the high angle I'm, you, I'm, I'm, you know. I'm might be the, the closest to it. It's like touch and go with Jonesy. Yeah, maybe. Do you know what's funny is because I've I've never thought about this, but I, I would love to have known like what people's expectations were, and then to meet everyone in real life. If we could get all the patrons together, and they and almost like one of those reveal <laughs> TV shows where they can sort <laughs> of draw bus. what they think. Like, oh you, yeah, you could have like a silhouette, and they're like, how like what? How big do you think they are? Do you, is this? Or you could have you could have three different silhouettes of three people and they could say, right, is this them? Is this them? Or is this them? That's quite funny. And then the real one gets revealed. I think people would be genuinely shocked by, by how big Jamie is, like height-wise, because <laughs> he's a big dude. I'm not that he's tall. A t- he's, a, really he's a not. tall guy. Well, you, You're you know a tall what, guy, man. Well, hold on, really you know what the good thing guy. is? Is when it's the trifecta, right? With me being as short as I am compared to you two, it does make you guys seem taller. I mean, yeah. That, uh, yes, it does. Yeah, there were some video recordings that, like, we had to amend on the fly with <laughs> objects and props for. You know, I hope you don't mind me saying this, but no. for Chris to perch on. But there would definitely be some points where we've looked at the viewfinder or whoever's filming has sort of flipped the viewfinder around for us to see, and it's like a father and his son. The yeah. what, when Chris and I <laughs> stand the, next to each other. The, the worst, it, it, the worst time it, that that ever over, happened. Yeah was on a was on green screen right because you have no reference to anything other that's than that's what i was gonna say yeah, yeah it right. makes everything look really distorted and kind of like you see it's standing next to each other in real life it's like oh it's just a, like a, a slightly taller than average and a slightly shorter than average but for some reason the disparity on camera was yeah i think it's because when you're when you're talking to someone as well like i often don't realize how much taller or shorter than me someone is like we used to have a guy we worked with um, both you guys know Stu who's a tall dude as yeah. well yeah. and I never realised how tall he was because I thought he wasn't that big and then I saw pictures of like <laughs> me with him and I'm like oh Jesus that guy's huge yeah <laughs> and it's sort yeah. of a bit it's quite surprising yeah. Um, but yeah go, going back to the the green screen thing the first time the first time I think we were recording an end board weren't we and we were both on the green screen and it just looked like it looked like that poster from Twins 
<laughs> wow, was fucking Danny DeVito, like this short dude, like cramped in the corner. It, it is mental. I will it say, was bizarre. I will say, okay, uh, I'm, I am short, but I am a perfectly acceptable short size. Okay, I'm five foot six. That's that's okay. So this is okay, but what a lot of people might not realize, which I've become a bit obsessed with over the years, is the heights of uh, like Hollywood actors hmm. and. The, and roughly speaking, the average height of a lot of Hollywood actors is about your height, Chris. Is about like five six to five seven, five eight, something yeah. like that. They're not particularly tall guys because the problem is you've you've got to get like um like the, as we've had the problem with where you try and get Jamie and Chris in a shot together. You want to get like male actors and female actors to be roughly the same sort yeah, of size I, to when I, you're trying I, to frame yeah. up a shot. So so you end up with tall women and shorter guys. So Chris, Chris, I think what we're trying to say is you should be in Hollywood. This is I should thing. be, baby. You're the next Tom Cruise. What's he, about 5'6"? I think he's 5'6 or 5'7". Yeah. Yeah, Sylvester Stallone apparently is really small. He's at 5'5". On the inverse of that, you get some dudes that you didn't realise are like absolute fucking behemoths. <laughs> like, um, uh, what's his, I'm going to probably butcher his name, but John Krasinski? Yeah. Oh, okay, the dude yeah. from the office and uh, the quiet place. He is like fucking towering. Right. Yeah, I, I, I get that quite a lot with uh, with sportsmen, uh, and, and I know yeah. it's kind of stating the obvious that like the professional level athletes in almost any department are going to be, you know, specimens for want of a better way of putting it. <laughs> but every time you meet one in real life, with the exception of some sports like fucking I don't know jockeys or F one drivers, um, when you meet you know professional footballers, professional rugby players boxers you know mma fighters i ever feel like every single time my reaction is holy shit that dude's fucking taller than i thought he was and more jacked than i yeah. thought he was yeah god especially those nba dudes fucking mental i haven't yeah i've never met a pro a professional nba player but i can't imagine what that's like yeah in that. uh, for yeah. the record john krasinski is six foot three wow <laughs> yeah that's that's see that's tall enough to to come off as tall for sure tall enough i have um I've got a mate who is an ex sort of semi-pro rugby player and he, uh, he is about six foot three and he is jacked and it makes me feel like a child <laughs> when I'm, when I see him because he's, he's massive. But the, similarly, it's funny because you, um, when I went to, my mate went to Loughborough University. I don't know if it still is, but it's a very big sports university. I hated yeah, it, it because everyone there was like six foot and I did not enjoy so that experience. My, not, not only, I have a cousin, not only did he go to Loughborough, but he went to Loughborough and his sport was water polo. He's like six foot right. six, six foot seven. I have a lot of very tall. There's a side of, on my mum's side of the family, I have cousins and uncles like who are all like six foot five, six, seven. Wow. I got un I got unlucky in some respects. <laughs> Even my brother's taller than me. Oh, what are you? Oh. Yeah, you met your brother. I, I, there we go. No, you probably will one day, I guess, if we keep doing this long enough. He's around. He's a you know. He's around. He's a person. He's, he's, a, he's around. He's a person. He exists. I messaged him yesterday. He still hasn't replied. Wow. What? What? A, uh, did he? <laughs> did he manage to get um, hold of a PS Five? My brother. Yeah, was it your brother who was oh, hold of one? They're, they're different brothers, different brothers. Young oh, so the, the, right. the one, the one that's like closer to <clears throat> the one that's twenty four is uh, doesn't care about video games or anything like that. Oh, okay. Uh, he's the one that will like occasionally play FIFA. That's it. Isn't that so mad though? Like I, it, it it does seem mad to me, but I know that like of my friends that I grew up with, I think only one or two of them are like into gaming. Yeah. But I think we've just been so absorbed into like the gaming lifestyle that like 
it just seems mental to me that anyone aged like eight that or fucking is four, not into it yeah 14 to my age it, it wouldn't be into it it's like such a foreign kind of concept in a way yeah it's I, very strange it, i agree it seems foreign <clears throat> I, anyway. I remember that feeling that, sorry yeah. yeah no no go ahead you remember the feeling i was gonna say i remember the feeling through school it felt like every year another percentage of people would drop off and you're almost kind of waiting <laughs> yeah. for the first year of your life where you just don't care about it or you it's not enough of a priority for you to put money into it and maybe that's why it ends but it just never happened yeah yeah uh Hel- being a loser helps <laughs> that definitely does help who needs friends right right uh but look speaking of height guys okay if i'm five foot six all right if i just grow two inches all right yeah. not that way that way right uh, okay i'm with you then i'd be the same height as miles morales oh, oh. is he only five foot eight uh, according to my very quick Google search, yes. He's, he's I, see, I thought he was taller than that. That's interesting. He's only, yeah. um, he's set, what, 17 now? I think uh, at least the, got, the version of Miles that we're talking about. He's got, he's got time to grow. You've you done most of your growing at 17. <laughs> but the reason why I bring <laughs> that up, boys, yeah. is because da, 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 it's catch-up time. And I have been playing some Miles Morales PS4. Chris is like, stop talking about height and speak about... Just, just let's yeah. get on from the height, okay? Just Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, I've been playing Miles Morales on PS4 because I don't have a PS5. Made my peace with it. All right, let's just move on. <laughs> but... Uh, made my peace with it. Miles Morales PS4. You know what? Um, great game so far. I'm, I'm not very far. I'm maybe one-fifth of the way into that game. Um... But I'm enjoying it. And you know what? You know what really strikes me is Miles Morales to me was always like, it's a PS5 launch title. And then I'm like, do I really want to play it on PS4? It's fucking great on PS4. Nothing wrong with it whatsoever. And I was stupid to think that it would be anything other because it's basically Spider-Man, right? Amazing uh, Marvel Spider-Man, which is a great game in in its own. Only thing is load times. Like, fuck it. So what? Who cares? How did you find the load? I'd be interested to know how you found the load times, if I'm being honest, um, uh, because I've, I have no idea about how long they are on the PS4. Yeah, yeah, fine. I mean, probably on par with what they were for Spider-Man. Right. Like, that's the weird thing. Like, it, it's easy to move to the PS5 and see the PS4 as like some relic. But like, yeah. when it comes to like the load times, probably the exact same load times we've been getting used to for the last seven years, yeah. i.e. Not that, not that long. Yeah, and the thing no, is, like, Sp- Spider-Man was never even that long with their load times to begin with. You know what I mean? But I, so when you, for example, if you fast travel, can you roughly, would you know how long you have to wait between clicking fast travel and being back in the game? Uh, no. I don't know. Okay. But it, 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 it never... A, uh, let me put it this way. It's not something that necessarily bothered me. Would it be cool to jump straight into the game and, and fucking go for... Yeah, sure. But... I don't know, like, the game still looks fucking crisp. Got yeah. great animations. It plays smoothly. Um, I only had one stutter. It was actually a really weird one where I was swinging through through the city and the game actually just froze, but the audio kept on playing. And I was like, oh, oh weird. Fuck, as, right. this, as this crashed. And then just kind of, like, caught up and just carried on. So I, I don't know what that was about, but just mm. a hiccup. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I've been playing that. And funnily enough, by playing Mars Morales now on PS4, the, the reason I've got it is because if I get a PS5, it'll automatically upgrade to PS5 because it's, you know, digital download and it's, it's the yeah. same version regardless of how you buy it. Um, 
But when I, what I went to PS5 for was Miles Morales and Demon Souls, right? Mm. But now I'm playing Miles Morales on PS4, so that's fine. I'll probably finish it before I would potentially be able to get my hands on a PS5 anyway, right? Which only leaves mm. Demon Souls. And I know that Cyberpunk is coming out next week. I'm not going to be playing Demon Souls for the remainder of this year if I do manage to get a PlayStation 5. Like, like realistically, um, yes, if there's a PS5 in my lounge, I'd switch it on and play it, but I wouldn't. it wouldn't be my focus. Cyberpunk would be my focus, which I'm definitely playing on my PC. So mm. I've kind of made peace with the fact that I'm, I, I can wait a bit for the PS5 because there's no draw. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That makes perfect yeah. sense, yeah. So there you go. That, that, that's all I've got for catch-up because uh, it, it's... It's been a bit of a busy, strange week for me. I had a flu shot, fellas, and it gave me a, it gave me a big stonking headache. No, no, were, no anti-vaxxers, yeah, but you know, I, I'm all for vaccinations. But it did give me yeah, a stonking headache, say, and that kind of stopped me for a bit. Let's let's hope that's not the only jab you have in the next uh, six to twelve months, depending on how things go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, dude, as soon as that COVID jab comes, I'm Bro. fucking, I'm 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 going on to a. a, a fucking the tube and i'm just gonna start jerking off bro like inject that shit into my fucking eyeballs i'm all over it like <laughs> and then i don't that know means they, that they, we can get they together into chicken wings they developed it very quickly and uh, i don't think i'll be one to no i'm joking I, i'll be on that i'll be on that uh, <laughs> fucking vaccine as soon as my, it's out as soon as my, it's stick a microchip in me and send me to bill gates per i don't i don't, I don't care <laughs> Zap five G through my brain waves and fucking <laughs> give me the full Monty. I'm I'm I just I just I just want to be out out and about again. You know what the best yeah, thing is though? J- Jamie's gonna get this this vaccination, the COVID vaccination, and for probably the next four months after that, he'll still be stuck in this bedroom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm working again. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, like it's, the the vaccination thing's funny because, like, for me, it's obviously if I got COVID, it's not going to do anything to me, right? It's going to be like a mild case of the flu, but that's not yeah. the point, right? My in my in laws, my parents are all getting towards. Yeah, the you ages don't want to. You don't want to be a vector of infection, my dude. Exactly. Yeah. My my nan is in her nineties, like, and these Jeez, are people yeah. that I would love to be able to go and see. And then you got all just other people, you know, out there in the world. Like, I don't want to be giving anyone else shit. I'm happy to have a unless vaccine. you don't like your grandparents, and then you just get COVID and go give, you smother them with hugs. That yes, that is a possibility if you had really bad grandparents. You know, Jeez. probably not. That's Dark. a mean thing to say. But <laughs> it's a bit strong. Yeah, it's like but it's like it's like that. I think it's I think it's been room. It's it's been shown to be a hoax wasn't it but when um the american settlers gave all the uh fucking was it wasn't chicken oh the native americans yeah the the blankets with uh, um no they gave them smallpox blankets with smallpox yeah or something but i think it was like meant to be a gift no well they they gave them blankets as gifts but they like smothered the blankets and smallpox and then wow i hadn't heard that yeah, I don't. I didn't think it was like on purpose. I thought it was almost like they were just had a. They, they in general just had a lot of things that they didn't have immunities to. So, they oh, there is that too. But I quickly. think that particular story was like, nah, this is how we kill on him. purpose. <gasps> All right, okay, I didn't hear. I didn't hear it like that version. But shit. But anyway, I missed that. I missed terrifying. Red that's dead. true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did, didn't do that side quest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but what have you guys been playing? Um, Come, Jamie. Yeah, you, I, I, I've got a, a couple of things. I just wanted to quickly bring up a game I've brought up a handful of times already, so I'm not going to go into a few components of it, but uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. 
I've uh, finally finished the campaign of that game after talking in recent weeks about okay. the multiplayer and the zombies. And I wanted to bring it up because I just think it's a really fascinating game, a fascinating campaign at least, that's not being talked about as much as, not necessarily as much as it should, but at least as much as I thought it would. Um, in, in a good way or a bad way? In both ways. Uh, this is a, <laughs> right. another Call of Duty campaign that's uh, yet another example of so near yet so far in many respects. But it's got so many really cool ideas, some of which, Chris, I think would appeal to you after conversations we've had about Call of Duty in the past. Yeah. But again, they're just not being talked about that much. Like, it, it's just... I guess I wanted to give it a shout-out because it's got loads of really cool ideas. And I think yeah. one example is... And this is what I thought of you, Chris. So do you remember when World War Two? Call of Duty World War Two, I should say. Not the actual, <laughs> yeah, I remember World War Two. I was on the front. Yeah, cast your mind back. Um, <laughs> uh, so in Call of Duty World War Two, there was a mission where you play as a sort of a spy, spy, um, the liberation who, of Paris. Yes, was yes, it the liberation uh, of Paris, whatever it was. It's it was something like that. You're, you're, in, you're, you're in under, France, exactly. Yeah. You're undercover in some kind of embassy, and uh, one of the, it had a few cool elements. Like you've got a sort of a, a fake identity, and you have to remember yeah. elements of it, and you might get conversation checks and things yeah, like that. Yeah, that. that was sick, dude. That was my favourite mission in that game. So there's another one of those missions, and they yeah. actually take it a few steps further. So this time, uh, I won't say too much, but you're essentially a mole that the uh, a Russian mole working for the US planted within the, uh, the KGB headquarters. Yeah. And you're trying to get access to a certain part of the headquarters. And it's a very similar construct in that it's a big open area. You've actually got a map. You can kind of set waypoints to different rooms. Um, and it's got some elements that are similar, like remembering little bits about your fake story and your backstory yeah. and answering questions and conversations. But it's also got things like you can knock people out, like Hitman style, and pick up their bodies and put them in cupboards. <laughs> oh, right. It's got wow. this, like Skyrim-style lock-picking. Okay. Like actual a lock picking mini game for getting through secret areas. It's got vent systems that you can crawl through. It's got terminals and like PCs that you can hack. Really intriguing stuff. Um, is this a one off or is this like? Does it do multiple missions? The, the, like some of the things like the the stealth and the ability to like tag enemies and lock pick your way through areas. Those crop up a few times. Okay. The kind of being a mole behind enemy lines and do and that kind of. Uh, wolf and sheep's clothing style stealth is is only experienced once for one mission okay. um but then there, there's all these kind of cool ideas and the and the campaign kind of ends with a bit of a whimper in my opinion it's got some sort of black ops style trickery that you'd expect some yeah some mind fuckery shit some of which it works well some of which doesn't um and but then it ends really suddenly i got the good ending which apparently is the canonical one and it was really abrupt, and it felt like, weirdly enough, that that was where the shortcomings in sort of development time uh, ended oh, up right, showing yeah. the most, uh, was were, were in the ending that I got in the final mission that I did. I think if you look at the quote-unquote bad endings, which are not canonical, some of them are really fun in a way that like <laughs> I really almost want to go back and do them, because obviously it's not canon, so they could just do whatever the fuck they wanted, and they went there. <laughs> but man, it's just missed I, opportunities. I'm I'm going to have to watch a, uh, a YouTube compilation. I, if, I don't know what you, it yeah. is about uh, Black Ops Cold War, but when they announced it, I was like, oh, cool, yeah, Cold War, going back to that kind yeah. of a, you know, a, a continuation from Black Ops, that sounds pretty cool. And then it just completely dipped off of my radar entirely. It's not interesting. I think that I happened I don't know for why. a lot of people. I think that yeah. happened for a lot of people. Can I give you another example of like the so near yet so far? Yeah. 
so instead of collectibles in this game, I, mean, you I have feel like e- you go about to like uh, crack out into some kind of like Metallica cover. So near yet so far. Is that a Metallica song? Yeah. Oh, well, I don't, it's a, it's I don't a know. lyric. And, anyway, Kira. Oh, never mind. Maybe I'll break <laughs> out some Metallica by the end of the podcast. Keep listening, <laughs> folks. Um, so there are the, instead of collectibles, you find what the game refers to as evidence. And I, I, they're, they're not as frequent. There's only like a handful of pieces of them. And they're slightly easier to find than regular collectibles as well, assuming you look in the right places. Yeah. So there are two side missions in the game that are completely optional that become easier if you collect all the bits of evidence attached to them and solve an actual riddle. So okay. there's an evidence board that you can go to and refer to between missions. Is and you'll like find the Pepe these... Silvia one with the, with the red... It's, it's, a, it's a little bit Pepe Silvia, you know? Oh, yes. I don't think they've actually got the red string, but they, <laughs> it's, it's similar in, in theory. So you're finding, like... So one example is there's one side mission. I found this, like, weird number code, like a piece of paper. I yeah. found a newspaper article, and I found, like, a, a signal broadcasting sheet. I yeah. found all three of those pieces of, of evidence in three separate side missions... I then go to this evidence board and you cross-reference yourself, not the game, you cross-reference yeah. these pieces of evidence to solve another riddle. In this case, I was looking for like a username and password. And like I had to look at the newspaper article and like realize that the first letter of every sentence spelled out a word. Ooh. And then there was like this thing where you, there's a number code and one of the numbers is in a sequence so you can guess the next one, but one of them isn't. So yeah, you have yeah. two of the four numbers you're looking for. And the broadcasting sheet has a load of four number sequences, but multiple of them are possible. So there are, you have to take the words from the sequence across, reference them with a newspaper. You end up getting it and you put it in and it's like you, you can do the side mission either way, but it means the side mission is easier or the chances of it going wrong are lessened if you right. do so this Right, so is it beforehand. like, oh, this door is unlocked and it gives you a different path or whatever? I never, oh, saw, really cool. I never saw what happens if you don't do the puzzles, but right, uh, yeah, okay. it's implied that like things can go wrong if you don't do them. But, and this is Black Ops Cold War in a nutshell, <laughs> one of those side missions is literally set on one of the multiplayer maps and it's you just running... From oh, like what? one building to one building to one building, shooting enemies, kill one dude at the end, and then exfil. And exfilling itself is a mechanic from zombies. So it's like they had these ideas and almost didn't have either the time or the resources to make cool shit out of it. Ah, uh, I see. And there are only okay, two of yeah, there are yeah. only two of those side missions in the whole game, and they are both run through an area, get to the end, kill a guy, then run back to the beginning. So a lot of lot of build up and not much of a payoff then. Not much of a payoff. And that's the kind of the whole story. I will say that the twist is obvious, but the way they handle it is is cool. Okay. Um so in, in, it's in kind of a shame really, because it sounds like they had a if they had a lot of good ideas, but they didn't have the time or the um, yeah. to put it into practice, I mean, it kind of makes you wonder what could have been, I suppose. Yeah, that and that was the whole story about this game, right? Was that this was Sledgehammer and Raven working together. Yeah. Uh Activision stepped in because Sledgehammer and Raven were clashing, Sledgehammer got demoted, Treyarch got brought in. Raven yeah. did the campaign in theory and Treyarch did the multiplayer, but then it became a Black Ops game. There's even been release news this week where like assets referring to the game as Black Ops 5 have been found inside the game. Oh, wow. So like clearly yeah. things were chopping and changing the whole way up to release. Yeah, it's weird, man. I don't, I don't know. It's like, it's almost like Call of Duty in this, is in this really weird position, right? Because uh, Black Ops 4 obviously never kind of came to fruition they're just like oh, battle royale and then black ops 5 now slash cold war 
not really going well, but then Modern Warfare was really successful. Yeah. And obviously spun off into Warzone, which itself is really successful. It's like, what's next year? So it's going to be well, the yeah. next Modern Warfare or what? I guess so. Because the other thing is, like, you say you're right, Warzone was so successful, but that's also almost a blessing and a curse because yeah. Modern yeah. Warfare and Warzone were so successful that they can't ditch Warzone going into Black Ops Cold War. Yeah. But also they can't, like, transfer it onto, the, onto Treyarch's engine. So Warzone has to continue in its own right, which is meant by an extension that Modern Warfare has to continue in its own right because that's where it's launched. So, yeah. like, now they're simultaneously supporting, if you think about it, three games at once which is a first for Call of Duty. Yeah. And I, I doubt they mind that much because of the amount of money they're probably printing through Warzone, but yeah. it's, it, it's, it's fascinating. And I think it gets simpler next year if Modern Warfare 2 is next. Uh, but then, then you get into the weird thing of the point of Modern Warfare was that it was almost a prequel that rebooted the ideas yeah. only to then confirm <laughs> that a lot of stuff was actually the same. So Modern Warfare 2, if it's a direct sequel, will be retracing the steps, or at least beginning to retrace the steps, of the original Modern Warfare from 2007. <laughs> With the added wrinkle that there are Modern Warfare, without saying being too much spoilers, there are Modern Warfare references and characters in Black Ops Cold War, despite the fact that Black Ops Cold War is confirmed to be in the same canon as the original Black Ops games, because of also, it also confirms the appearance of Woods and Mason. So it's like, is Black Ops Cold War being made in the old canon and Modern Warfare is being made in the new canon simultaneously? Yeah, or does Call of Duty game. also have uh, parallel universes? It, it's, we'll never know. It's almost one of those they, things where the writers are in the room and they're like, I've got a good idea. And then someone else says, yeah, but how does it fit? And then some overarching dude says, it doesn't matter. We'll leave that for the next team to figure out. And it's just kind of like accumulated and accumulated. And are they, yeah. they, It's almost like comic books, isn't it? Yeah. It's like they want to do something, so they do it, and then they worry about making it fit later. Oh, it was yeah. a slightly di it was a wrong person. The name yeah. was right, but the it was a different dimension. And you're like, oh my god, you guys have gone absolutely insane. <laughs> I'll tell you what though, for me, it's gonna be as every year, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be on my Christmas list. I'll be um It's a solid Christmas game. Hold of Fair. Yeah. Um I'll also just quickly say that I uh, I have started playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, okay. which I'll, I'll probably talk about more in, in <laughs> I maybe generous, but a couple of weeks. I don't know. Yeah, fair. Because <laughs> um, it feels like I haven't done much of it. The in-game time says nine hours, but it's kind of flown by. Not because I'm necessarily loving it. I've actually got yeah. a huge amount of issues with the game, more than I thought I would based on my time with Odyssey. But um, Yeah, so would you say at this point in that like nine-hour time frame, would you prefer Odyssey over Valhalla? Probably. Okay. Odyssey came out two years ago, and I know a lot can change in two years in terms of how you feel about open worlds and and yeah. RPGs and stuff. Even so much as remembering, like Odyssey came up before Red Dead Two, which feels like a weird comparison, but like <laughs> that did a lot to adjust our expectations for open worlds. Yeah, and there are elements of Valhalla that like I worry that that combat feels antiquated in by today's standards. I think that the free running and the parkour might be the worst it's ever been. Wow. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I. I think it's kind of like a weirdly buggy, poorly put together game that to play back to back with Miles Morales, which is comparatively so polished and so good at onboarding players. Uh, to go into Valhalla after that was kind of like this feels like the edges haven't been, um, you know, over, sanded yeah. down, and smoothed over. Yeah. Damn, so, yeah. 
there is a weird thing yeah. in Valhalla that it feels like they've almost taken for granted the stuff that they've been doing for years and they just assume they don't need to look at it because they've just been doing it forever and they've kind of fallen down a little bit yeah which is, I thought was odd because those some of those elements I took for granted Assassin's Creed game like I haven't played much of Valhalla either but it, they just didn't seem to work that well which is weird because you're like how have you you've been doing this forever how have you got that wrong or how have you messed up on that or how's that buggy like what but yeah especially because we'll this was also a year off aside like this was yeah. they took another year off they did mm. the thing they've only done once before and it produced a dramatically different game and yet the result of this year off was a similar game that seems buggier <laughs> like, the weird, weird thing with the Valhalla because Valhalla is gorgeous like the, the some of that game and the environment and that I, I think is incredible and I like looking at but yeah. I, I need to play more of it as well but yeah a lot of the nitty gritty stuff doesn't feel great but don't you think like, it's, it's, it's gorgeous in, in the same way that Odyssey was two years before it uh, yes but different and I don't think it looks I don't think the two will be comparable in that sense. Like, I know what you mean. Odyssey looked fantastic. Yeah. But there's, I, I think, like walking through the snow on top of mountains and then looking at like the northern lights and seeing those, the, the, and everything and like the pop in and draw distances look better in yeah. Valhalla to yeah. me. Did you yeah. make it to England in Val, in your time with Valhalla, Jonesy? I had, no, I've, I've, I'm still like tooling around. Um, I've <laughs> been doing all sorts of side quests and you know, tre- tre- uh, trudging around. You know what um, I love? It's, it's the, the more scenery. The most Jonesy scenario ever where he buys Assassin's Creed Valhalla, he buys Watch Dogs Legion. Then he buys a PS, PS5, and then goes Mars Morales and and Demon Souls, and like <laughs> I just love and it. Jo- I will say, in, in Josie's defense, we were gifted that copy of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. That's I won't, fair. That's fair. I won't name who it was because if I remember rightly, I don't think they wanted a shout out in the podcast, but um, yeah. they know who they are. Yeah, I've, I'm I'm not I'm purposely not playing um, Valhalla yet because I've I'm really near to finishing Watch Dogs Legion, so I wanted to finish that completely that's and then start on valhalla and it's then, going to be difficult then get the on to death said. stranding yeah and then but it, before, well, no cyberpunk comes cyberpunk out so then the, 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 the problem is is cyberpunk, cyberpunk finish oh, bioshock uh, no no so many shit. games on the go at the moment i've got like uh, jedi fallen order mars morales um fucking yeah i've got loads it's ridiculous sekiro <laughs> that that game is never getting finished i was meant to stream that this week but uh you were you were yeah yeah but just uh you know life, life finds a way it. life finds a way maybe tonight uh or maybe, maybe tomorrow who knows maybe yeah. tomorrow I, i'll tell you what though i am dreading trying to play valhalla and cyberpunk simultaneously that sounds like an absolute nightmare i, I, don't, I think don't what why, you're gonna find jo- uh, jamie is you're gonna get into cyberpunk and you go Valhalla who? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> we will know when, as people are listening to this, we will know in, in less than a week. Oh, fucking, can you believe it? Ah! No. It's, what is it? Oh, it's a, a week today, but uh, less than six days by the time people listening to this, if they're listening yeah, that's on mental. the day it drops. Yeah. That's madness. We, we're going to have the, an interesting time sort of scheduling next week's podcast because we've got the Game Awards on Thursday evening and yeah. Cyberpunk itself on the Thursday. So... It might have to be. Yeah, I told bleed. you, I'm, I'm not here next week. I'm cyberpunking it. Wait, you're not doing the podcast? I don't know. Why would you not record? I couldn't tell if that was a joke or not because I was like, yeah, I mean, it's believable. It's cyberpunk. <laughs> I know. I, I just imagined us doing this sort of like bleary eyed Friday morning podcast where we'd all had like two hours sleep because yeah. we'd not only watched the entirety of the Game Awards, but also played 
12 hours of cyberpunk in the previous 14. George <laughs> <laughs> weird is I, part of me is like, what this is going to be a mess, like Game Awards, Cyberpunk, I can't do both. But actually, the idea of already having a few hours into Cyberpunk, maybe driving around and stuff, seeing that, having um, the Game Awards on to listen to and to watch about the corner of my eye while I'm playing Cyberpunk actually sounds like a really good Hell way yeah. to do it. Going to get, get some that. pizzas in, stock yeah, up yeah, on yeah, Monster. Yeah, cool. Like, if... Big. If there was ever an equivalent of doing something that I would do with you dudes, but I'm going to be doing it on my own, it's going to happen on Thursday next week. Yeah, man, it'd be cool. I know, I'm, looking looking forward for, I'm looking forward to when we first touch base, whether that's on or off a podcast, because I still remember, mm. it sounds a little embarrassing with hindsight, but obviously everyone was very excited for Fallout 4. Like everyone yeah. was. It doesn't matter what you think about it now. You were probably excited. Hey, I, I still maintain I'm happy that it was my game of the year that year. I like it. Yeah. It's, it's a good game. Sorry, it Wait, is a dude, good game. Like, I remember the anticipation before that game came out, and it was it was palpable. You could feel it in the air. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I remember I had the day it came okay, off. Okay, Phil Collins. The, the, day, day, <laughs> day, the day it came out off. Yeah. <laughs> the day it came out off. Um, and I, so I you know, started playing at midnight, and then I played like a handful of hours that morning. And But I, I, I came in because we were going to film a thing on it. Yeah. And I actually, I remember really loving, like, coming into the office at lunchtime. No work to do, obviously, because I was technically on holiday. And just sitting at the back, and we were all talking about our first, you know, three, eight, two, three, four hours of Fallout. And yeah, indeed. We were all very excited at the time, and, as I'm and sure we will a, be next week. What a fucking game. So, so still, I still rate it very highly. Uh, and I remember that, actually, Jamie, because you sent us a, a late-night video. Um <laughs> Please elaborate before anyone gets any ideas. <laughs> Basically, what Jamie did is he... Uh, Actually, no, don't him. elaborate. I've remembered the video. Yeah. He, <laughs> no, well, I'm joking. We're going to get into it now. Uh, you slaughtered a bunch of people in the game and uh, chopped their limbs <laughs> off and arranged their limbs to spell out ATG. Yeah, so, I sure did. You know, that's dedication to you right there. Do you know what? Like, I, I don't know what the dismemberment system in Cyberpunk is like, but if I can't do the same, <laughs> then I should be <laughs> that's a disappointed. Test. Although the problem is you're going to have to you're gonna have to do S, uh, SS and... <laughs> you might, you might, so, yeah, you might you're get gonna, into a bit of trouble. I don't think there's any you're way that spell you can... spell out Super Show yeah, in I don't entirety. Think you, can, you can arrange limbs in any way to say SS that would not get you into trouble. <laughs> true yeah so arranging limbs to say that is not gonna be good <laughs> no and in, and any... i i, I want to make it clear now anyone who's listening to this and getting any ideas please don't go into <laughs> any game and start cutting off limbs and rearranging them to uh make ss tributes because yeah. it could get us all in trouble uh, why don't we just say yep. you could do atg forever eva there you go more limbs oh, but uh, a lot safer indeed i suppose so yeah all right go on josie um, what have you been playing I've been playing a few games actually. For, um, I'll talk yeah, Miles no Morales first. <laughs> I'll talk Miles Morales first. Uh, I finished Miles Morales. Oh, quality! And, yeah. Which hey. isn't that. Which, it's not that difficult because it is a uh, rather short um, game. Yeah. Well, and this is the thing. This okay. Miles Morales is a very nice game. It's very well polished. It plays very nicely. But I do have a few sort of like gripes with it. And I'd yeah. be interested to know if Jamie, um, you feel the same. And Chris, if you, what you think as well. Well, because, mm. okay, I was expecting this to be the sort of the first game I played on PlayStation 5. I know it's not a full title. It's not full price. Yeah. 
but it is still very expensive, right? So I was expecting maybe more of a full game than what I've actually got. Okay. My sort of criticisms of it at this point are it's it's much too similar to uh, Spider-Man in like mechanics, what you're doing, how the world works. Um, it feels too samey like i wanted it doesn't feel like a sequel it feels like a dlc yeah and it's too expensive to me and it is a next gen game or a net in now current gen game um in a sense if i wanted it to feel more more different and adding in some venom punches and some extra like bio energy powers for me was not enough so i played that game feeling a bit not like not let down but maybe a little bit let down I, 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 I get what you what you're saying like it definitely does feel maybe dlc is too harsh but it definitely feels like an expansion pack rather than a, a fully fledged title um yeah not i i don't necessarily think that that's a bad thing um and i'm not i'm not personally hurt about the pricing of it but i i, I completely understand it i think it's, it's it seems like what they've done is they've rushed to, rushed out a um and and for good reason they've rushed out a game that's going to look incredible and play really well on the playstation 5 and be something that everyone can buy and get their teeth into and that's exactly what everyone has done who's got a yeah. playstation but it just i think it, it feels a little cheeky to me now and how they've done it because it feels it feels more like they've just taken the original spider-man and they've crafted this game from that game and and yeah it just i don't know it feels a little odd i think jamie you were saying the other day that someone said on their um on a new game plus they managed to do the whole run through in like three hours of the story was it from new, um, new game plus they skipped everything new game plus skipping cutscenes. yeah they did it in just over three hours that is kind of mental which which i mean that that's not fair to the game because there's a lot more in that game there's a lot of side missions and if you're doing new game plus you don't need to do them because you obviously you already leveled up loads of stuff yeah but it 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 I felt it in my first run through as well in that the the rate at which you get through that story, the rate at which uh, ideas are introduced, the rate at which characters develop is so like OTT. Um, I can see why people quite like that because I actually didn't like some of the elements in the original Spider-Man game in how they worked with characters and they had side bosses and things. I felt that it was a little messy. I genuinely really yeah. enjoyed the game, but it just felt a little messy and maybe a little bit too comic booky i quite i preferred how wow, like too did comic it with, um, that's come on yeah but that's a, that's a, like <laughs> no but that, i think you can be like you can go too far down the route of it's oh rhino smashing up this yeah but i don't think you need to necessarily take all those elements of comic books some there's some really goddamn messy elements from comic books that i don't think you should recreate like for, so the way that um uh, arkham knight did it with the side characters i quite liked i liked the fact you had these different um threads of that you could say i'm now going to follow this thread i'm going to follow this way this enemy and you had a whole load of interactions and then you had boss fights i quite liked that but i don't know why my but spider-man felt a bit more messy this didn't have any of that this was this was much more directional and it was maybe woven together better but in yeah. a weird way because of um because of how quickly they they had to give you new stuff i don't want to get this is hard to talk about, about spoilers there was there was some elements of the game where you sort of you know like miles morales obviously becomes spider-man and it's it's like wow yeah. he's spider-man it very quickly turns out that actually he's not um he's not sort of standout in his circle at all if anything he was quite late to the super party if i'd let's <laughs> put it that way um uh i don't know I, if i agree I, with that assertion 
but, but there's there's a few things that I think they like we will talk about after Jamie that um I don't want to say because I know Chris isn't there. But don't yet, you and think I don't that Jonesy, like people. we've said on this podcast before that we're getting annoyed with games just padding out. Yes, I, I, yeah, for needlessly and, and padding stuff. Do yeah. you not think that like hey Miles Morales is kind of a distillation of what Spider Man was cutting out like trimming all the fat, getting rid of all the stuff, keeping the pace fucking going. Like yeah, okay, it's not a full price but it's not necessarily it's not half the price of spider-man but regardless of that it's still like it's a very streamlined experience i i for yes. one am quite happy that it's the length it is i've just been looking on how long to beat right so they've got it as main story for miles morales is seven hours which is not long at all mm-hmm. so doable in a day which i can appreciate wow but, yeah yeah especially because day, Jesus, I, I i have been squirrel gaming Miles Morales like an hour at a time so I, I, I can appreciate that um, main story on original Spider-Man on PS4 was 16 and a half hours now I remember there was a point where I was playing uh, Spider-Man uh, and I was just thinking to myself I'm ready for this game to finish right fair enough i i never felt that with the original one yeah like i i thought it was about the right for length but then again i haven't beaten miles morales yet so it might come to i finish it in seven eight hours whatever it may be and i might be like oh i could have done with a few more hours of that i don't know for 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 what it's worth the 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 rate i did sort of other stuff my my uh, playtime when i rolled credits on miles morales was about 12 hours yeah right okay Um, so what I cause, so um, it's a little bit different with um, with Miles Morales because in order to platinum it, you have to uh, complete New Game Plus as well as completing the game. But I platinumed um, the original Spider Man game, yeah, uh, and it took me, and it felt like it took me the right length. I had a decent amount of stuff still to do when I'd finished the story. Um, it was there was a lot to do. It was the way of w- the rate at which you unlock like the suits and the add-ons and all that sort of stuff felt really good. This this was like I'd finished every side quest. I'd done absolutely everything in the game, and then I finished the story, and I was like, oh, okay, that seemed quite quick. <laughs> I knew that it wasn't a full game. I think they said it was like a three-quarter length of a of the game sort of size it didn't feel like that it to seems me. to be and like half dude <laughs> yeah i mean it's it, well it was if what the original spider-man was two and a half times the length of this and not only that this it's it, this is cheaper like we said i think it was, you said it was 60 quid for the original and this is 50 so it's a bit different and it's on a next gen so it's development time is going to be yeah, up because yeah. maybe they've got to do with other stuff i don't know i'm i'm maybe i'm being a bit harsh on it but and i, I mean, love the characters i thought a lot of they what they did was really good but the fact that it just felt the same, it felt like I was almost playing, yeah, an expansion from Spider-Man, and I mean, it felt like a very pricey expansion. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the opportunity now to, 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 to largely disagree with almost everything you said, <laughs> in terms of how I felt about it. Uh, with all due respect, like I uh, wanted more. I wanted more do you, from. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you want to know why I didn't think it felt like DLC? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Because Spider-Man fucking had DLC, and this was a million times bigger and better <laughs> than anything they made for it. But, but okay, but I didn't pay fifty quid for any of the DLC that came out. With no, I, I, no, I paid for, I, I paid 50 I paid for the quid. season I, pass. I, I, I paid I paid fifty quid for Spider Man Miles Morales, which can, took me twelve hours to complete, and it was a brand new standalone expansion. Yes, set inside the same city, but yeah. it looked completely different. It felt completely different. I thought the the story and the characters and the writing and the cutscenes were far better and more interesting than anything in the original Spider-Man, largely because I didn't have to spend 16 hours pretending to not know who Dr. Otto Octavius was. <laughs> the, the, problem with, the problem with that is, like, that's fair enough. I, I thought, thought if I'd have spent... Yeah. 
if I'd have spent 50 quid on a DLC for Spider-Man and they'd have given me this, I would have been really happy. So I'm not suggesting that this it's did, like this a, didn't, it was this standard. Didn't, this didn't feel like DLC. This felt like a new game to me. I yeah, yeah, yes, no, I, yes I, not a full-sized mm, one. One that expands upon what was there originally. But I, I think... I think I, I, I think you're doing this game dirty yeah. for some reason. I think this is better than Spider-Man in so many ways. Better than Spider-Man. That's interesting. I, yeah, I, 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 legit, I legitimately it think it's better, better than Spider-Man. It looks much. So it looks much nicer. It looks a lot nicer than Spider-Man. I'll give you that. But yeah. the graphical improvements, and as Jamie said, some of the way they handle the story are improvements. But generally, not most just, of the elements, not just the way most, they handle the story, but the story. <laughs> Well, I don't know because I would I would say the story from Spider Man is fine. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of like ridiculousness with like you said you you know from the second you talk to him that yeah. Otto Octavius is going to be Doctor Doc Ock, and so there's this weird kind of oh is it going to happen? It's like yeah, you're just waiting for it. Yeah. But if they'd have dealt with that story in a better way, I think I don't have any issue with that story. This story to me oh, felt more stupid. But here I am because- thinking that I actually like the, the Spider Man story. <laughs> I know I thought it was fine, I, but I agree I, with Jamie that there was a lot of there was a lot of stuff that I, felt I, a lot, I, I, kind I of dragged. I thought the out. elements that were problematic. This is kind. Of, this is kind of this story is kind of dumb. Like if you like it, <laughs> the I die. I can't. Some it's, of the characters dude, and the dude, way they deal with dude, stuff in this rem- are dude, kind of stupid. Remember Mister Negative and te- and what his motives were, and tell me this is any dumber. <laughs> yeah, fair, if enough, anything, fair enough. If anything, <laughs> the, fair enough. The, the argument you can make for the Spider-Man are the exact same, except the characters in Spider-Man for some reason wait until they were in their forties to do something about it. Because <laughs> they're all fucking not, old men. It's not the reasons in this that they do it; it's the fact that they can, and to the good degree they do, that I was like, yeah, oh, the, the, please, oh, the, the, calm don't, down. don't get don't get me wrong. You have to, uh, you have to. <laughs> Uh, to sort of take take your thinking cap off for a second to imagine some of the leaps that some of the characters make to go from their human to their to their alter egos, but I think you had to do that with Doctor Doctor Octavius as well. Like when you remember that by the end of that game, Doctor Octavius is the mastermind of everything, has every single one of those villains from Scorpion to to Vulture to uh, Rhino under his thumb, has remade all their suits for them and overseen their escape from the rock. Blah 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 blah. Like. The first one asked you to take so many leaps in a mad, and it also asked you to not know who, who who was behind it all. Like that's, <laughs> I still remember the moment where you've got the shot of Pete. You can hear um, yeah. Doc Ock coming the up inside the building. Yeah, and it's like how oh yeah, you, yeah, you, like, you, you get you get a, you get a voicemail from Doctor Otto Octavius in the first thirty seconds of the game. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then and then it's to, a, it's to it's brush like, yeah, Doctor Negative aside, Mister Negative aside, the second he becomes Doc Ock because that's more interesting. I just thought, fuck that. I thought this that Spider Man Miles Morales does a better job of establishing the villain, their motives, their relationship to the protagonist, and how their and how their arc changes, while also doing a better job than they did with the Norman Osborn character in Spider-Man of having a secondary antagonist who, for for m- many reasons, one of which is actually, ironically, the performance from Troy Baker, is again far more interesting, far more engaging, far more, far more darkly funny than anything the first Spider-Man tried to do. Yeah. I think the combat hugely benefits from the Venom system. I think Miles Morales is a better Spider-Man than Peter Parker. I like the feel of the world and its root in Harlem and even just the wintry vibe that everything happening in Miles Morales gives that city. It feels far less sort of anemic than uh, compared to the original Spider-Man. I liked almost everything about what Miles Morales does compared to the original. They, I would agree with I think the prospects for Spider-Man 2 are better off for Miles Morales' existence. 
Yeah. I, I agree with like everything you've said. I don't disagree with any of that. But I think when you play, when I played this game, there were so many, there were so many good things that I liked about that, that I, it left me thinking almost like I would love to have played Spider-Man 2 and it be Miles Morales and it be a fully fledged game. This, and if you said to me, this was, wasn't a fully fledged game, which I already knew, but it's three quarters of a fully fledged game. I'm like, no, it isn't. It's one third of a fully fledged game. And my, my, what I was expecting versus what I got. So, so for the, like the acting, Miles Morales is wicked. I love all those characters. I love the environment, mm-hmm. as you've said. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the guy, the robot, what, what's he, what's the company called? Roxxon. The, the Roxxon. Roxxon. Yeah. The whole Roxxon thing is fine. Some of it is a bit derivative of what happened in um, Spider Man, but that's fine. You know, it's, it's going to happen. But then it's when you get down to like how quickly they introduce these the 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 villain stuff, how limited the the villain stuff is. There's a lot of like there's when the way they've tried like they've stolen things straight out the first one because they did, obviously didn't have any ideas or not any ideas. <laughs> they they wanted to add stuff in and they were like, let's just reuse this, let's reuse that. Yeah. The whole all the prisoners from the raft just get shoved back in. Yeah. Rhino no, just gets shoved one, back no, in. No one, yeah, one, only yes, Rhino, they do. Only Rhino does. No, the the prisoners from the raft get shoved back in. The the little orange jumpsuited men who pop up randomly around the town is exactly. Oh yeah, from but they, but they the still come up. They still come. They still created two completely new factions. Yeah, that you spend most of the game fighting. Yeah, sure. But I'm saying they they've just they've just shoved in some elements from Spider Man. Like yeah. it seemed like why I didn't. It seemed a little odd as to why bother when they could have just created a new. Uh, pro- pro- probably, but it's fine. Pro- like, probably it's because fine. Spider-Man Two is still being made, and I wouldn't be surprised if they were limited as to what they could draw from in terms of completely new things. Because there yeah. was also the element of, the, and I said this like last week or the week before, the whole Peter Parker going on holiday angle was seemed to me like, a, and this is a negative, a weird yeah. excuse to kind of frame the entire events of Spider-Man Miles Morales as like a weird excursion that doesn't matter that much and doesn't leave too many elements to be caught carried over into spider-man 2 yeah almost because like they For don't sure, yeah. they don't want to have too many balls to juggle like i'm yeah. not going to spoil yeah. the way miles morales ended but they didn't want loose threads they wanted peter parker to come back from holiday and be like oh looks like everything's how i left it what did you get up to in the last month and they kind <laughs> and of that, that. that element is mental because you spend so much you do so much and so there's so much could have gone terribly wrong and there are so many to be to be fair, you have the same problem with Spider Man in general. Like, why don't the Avengers come and help you? Like, <laughs> world ending stuff, and they just they're on holiday. Because yeah, the Avengers that were too like busy this. starring in their mediocre game. You know what I loved about Miles <laughs> yeah. Morales is they basically redid the bridge scene from from Avengers, but they just did it. Oh right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. But see, okay, but this is this is my main this is my main issue with it, and maybe this is a bad issue. If Spider-Man 2 comes out for 70 quid and is what we would expect a... Because let's say it's, it's a generation on from the original game. Yeah. Right? Look at how genera- generational games go on into a sequel and it feels like a proper um, full second game, whoever it's got as the main character. It will be so much more than Miles Morales's. And it's going to be it 20 will. and it's going to be 20 quid more. I don't know if Just it look will. at the... It I think, will look I at the, think, look at the gadget. Will gonna... look at hold on. Stop. So we're home it. Look at like the gadget. Dude, world, look that at the was the best tree. change they ever made. Look because look they took the skill rid of, they got they got rid of all the gadgets. No one ever fucking used. <laughs> they, no, they just got rid of gadgets because it meant that there was less to do. And no, it was less I, to I make. dude, I used. They got the I skill like tree is limited. Gadgets. 
They've they've I used all of them all the time. They've limited no, what they've done. That's in a lie. Ma- I Bullshit. did. No, I absolutely did. I, I absolutely forgot. Did. There's a there's, Miles Morales only has four gadgets in it. I forgot about one of them until after I finished the game. I was like, <laughs> oh, I never even know this one. <laughs> I don't don't get me wrong. I I enjoyed no, it. That's legitimately it. true. That's legitimately true. What I just said. By I, the way. I enjoyed it. I've re- I really liked it. I wanted more of it. If that that's the best criticism ever, right? I think I think Spider Man Two. Yeah. The, 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 yeah. I paid two thirds of the price of a game that was one third of the game that it should have. No, nah, I, 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 dis- I disagree. I, and that I, for I me is my I think I feel like I paid two thirds of the price for two thirds of a game, but those two thirds were of better quality than the whole of the one before, and that's why it didn't matter to me. Fair enough. Wow. I, I, it, it leaves and, me wanting and more. Like, I, I think you look at the jump from Spider-Man to Miles Morales in terms of the way the world has changed, the way the graphic improvements have made, the way that combat has changed, the way that swinging has changed, blah, 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 blah. Like, if you're expecting... Obviously, Spider-Man 2 will have more license to do stuff in terms of bringing new characters. Some of that stuff has already been teased and hinted. I won't go into who or where or why. But if you if you think that there's going to be that much of a step up, I, I, I just don't see it happening. I think Spider-Man 2 will be longer and more fleshed out, and you'll unlock things like suits and uh, you know the upgrade the skill tree at a slower clip as a result. But like, what are you expecting from Spider-Man 2? Like, you're criticizing Miles Morales for being a sequel. Like, what do you want from the swinging and they, the, the combat to be they like? Need to- they need to innovate more from what they've innov- how they've innovated from this. Because when you boil it down, what you're doing mostly in this game <laughs> is exactly what you did in Spider-Man, and it feels no different. What do you want Spider-Man creep- two to do? Innovate. Yeah. It needs to do more. From, it needs to do better on what. Look, look, Jamie, Jamie, just do what you're doing, but just do it better, okay? Well, that's what we always want from sequels, right? We don't want them, we don't want them to be the same. But I thought, so Chris, I when you get to the, when you get to the end of Miles Morales, you're gonna. I bet you, you you will have felt in some sense similar to I did. In wow, a lot of these sneaking around stealth takedown sections feel exactly the same as they did in Spider Man, and that's but fine in so far as that's what yeah. In that that some of that stuff is okay, but when you spend an if you spend a whole game in Spider Man Two doing it, and it's the same as Miles Morales, it's identical to Spider Man. Like it's no different. There are no additional moves. There are no additional things you can do. They've added in like one gadget, which is a bit random. Like James said, the combat's been improved. The combat's marginally been improved by adding in a kind of, oh, you can mash this button to get around nearly anything you want at any point, which is that you can super punch anyone and and it's take out any I think you're focusing too much on things that are similar and not enough on things that are different. So Miles the difference is the graphical improvements are and the voice acting. The difference is, is it's an entire new story. There's an entire new story. The character to it, it's, it's how they've uh, increased the clip of the story pacing. stuff. Story stuff's always going to be different. Yeah, sure. Story but, stuff is always going to have to be. But different. even the fact you can't of just do the same story. Miles Morales as a character as opposed to Peter Parker as a, Parker as a character. He's better, more so than Let's on face it, value. The, the way that he plays and everything, it, it, it is different. Anyway, so one problem they are going to have, I will briefly say, one problem they're going to have is going back to Peter Parker now after you've played as Miles Morales will, for me, feel like a step in the wrong direction. Every time Peter Parker calls you in that game, I'm like, who the fuck is this fucking (laughs) dude? Miles is so much better. Like, he's better. Miles, I I have uh, cracked the case, though. I know why what Jonesy feels this way. Oh, yeah. Why? He's racist. Oh, yeah, clearly. Yeah. Book shut, put it to bed. But anyway, so, so yeah, I, I kind of came out of it feeling a bit like that. But anyway, wow. we'll, we'll have okay. to come back to this After for Spider-Man 2. It's going to be fascinating. Essay, how are you getting on with Demon's Souls? Oh, <laughs> this will be this will be brief. Um, 
I've played it a couple of times. It is so bloody hard. Like, yeah. do you know what? But it's not the game. It's me because so you'd almost I say it's, it, a, I, it's a Souls game. Yes, but it's so good. <laughs> like, it makes you want to play more. Which is odd. It's odd. I've I've never had that before. I'm like, I keep dying for stupid reasons, <laughs> like falling off a ledge. I fell off. I fell off, falling off a ledge so many times. Like there's a hole and you fall down it, and then yeah. you play it again, and someone pokes you off of a different ledge, and you're like, for fuck's sake! But it looks great. <laughs> it feels fantastic. Um, Can I tell you why? Can I tell you what the secret source of this is? And go on. And if you if you listen to what I say and you react to it with your immediate reaction. That's perfectly fair, but it would be a wrong reaction, okay? Souls games right. are like this because they are never unfair. So the knee-jerk reaction to this would be like, they that's, don't feel, that's, they don't that's feel bullshit unfair, because yeah. there's, they just had a dude hiding behind a wall that as soon as I walk over a bridge, he pokes me with a stick and I fall off. And it's like, well, <laughs> yes, but it's not unfair in the sense that the game tell, like signposts everything that you need to know. It's saying, don't be a Jonesy and run through the barrel through the level. Yes. You know, it, exactly. Yeah. The reason why. Take your time. Yeah. The reason why people can die over and over again on Demon's Souls and still have this kind of like kind of sadistic enjoyment to it is because nothing in the game is unfair. Everything is, everything fits for the world. And you should know going into each and every single encounter what is required of you. And more often than not, obviously there are some exceptions, but more often than not, you dying is your own fault. Which I can't remember the name of the game. What's the game coming out where it's like uh, you do the same run again and again and again, and it replays the the time, um, and you've got oh, to take loop. out certain people. Death loop. Yeah. So, I mean, it is. It's like that. Like you, everything happens in exactly the same way every time. Yeah. And once you've got to a certain point, you know what enemies are coming out. You know what weapons you should be using, and it's an incremental inc- improvement on how you did the time before. And that's the thing I'm starting to appreciate is that I know there's a guy coming there. I know to put my shield away because he's got a shield, and I can smash him up if I go two handed. Like I know that I need to do this. I know that I need to do that. The problem I have is patience because so I, I start to get frustrated and then I try and run through and barrel through the level. Like the first time I climbed down a ladder and I had full health and I was feeling really well and I was in the the, the dungeon area or whatever it's called, yeah. the, the mines or whatever. And you get to the bottom of the ladder and like four dudes just set upon you. And you're like, shouldn't have gone down the fucking ladder. And then you've got to go back and do the whole thing again. And you're like, ah. And then I tried to run through the next time and a guy that I've killed 20 times kills me. And you're just like... It's that it's yeah. separating that and yeah yeah that, no, that, that's a big, that's a big problem game, in second game to play i remember i used to like i'd struggle with the boss struggle struggle after multiple hours eventually beat them and you're like fucking i'm i'm king of the world you you go and the very next like lowly low level peon just pokes you with a bread knife and you die <laughs> and you're like well fuck me i'm i'm terrible at this game but it's because yeah you get cocky about it and you don't you don't play the game the way it needs to be played it happens all the time. <laughs> but uh, talking about incremental improvements, I've also um, started playing for the very first time Formula One 2020 oh. uh, with Steph of Technoovo, who's streaming that over on his channel. We're going to be playing some more, I think, on uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. I think, Jamie, yeah. you're going to hop in for that as well. Um, I've never played a Formula One game before and actually quite enjoyed it. And I've been playing a bit more. I've been practicing because I suck. Nice. Because um, yeah. I believe Steph's pretty good at it, right? 
Steph is very good. Uh, I think he won three of the four match races that we did. Uh, I think I didn't finish two and I came last in two. So, I've, you know, I'm, I'm getting better. I like, <laughs> um, it. I like it. Cool. But I also don't really know much about Formula One. So even things like overtaking someone when you're not allowed to overtake them and then getting told you've got to give back that position or you're going to get a time pin. I'm like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> this is not a um, need for speed game. Yeah. Not, not I'm actually race, really so. enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it. I'm liking the hitting the apexes and, yeah. you know, getting better at that. And yeah. So Jamie, so you go. you're going to crack in on that as well. Yeah. With any luck, we'll see how the week uh, goes, but <laughs> I, I intend to. Nice. Okay. And I'll be shit as well. Jonesy wow. might not finish last. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll be 20 and 19. Yeah. Nice. Uh, okay, well, let, let's move on to the rest of the news then, shall we? Uh, because NVIDIA have announced and released the RTX 3060 Ti, which uh, so far is their cheapest uh, 3000 series graphics card. Uh, it was the 2nd of December, right? It came out on the 2nd of, 2nd of December. So by the time you're hearing this, two days ago. Uh, and surprise, surprise, uh, the card sold out pretty much immediately. Uh, you know, and the the strange thing is, I remember reading a, a report saying that they had more stock of the 3060 Ti than they had of the 3070, 3080, and 3090 combined, which would make sense, right? Because this is this is the entry level, it's the crowd pleaser. That's where yeah. you go. Now it's the, cheap as chips, mate. Yeah, the founder's edition is 369 pounds. It's just a, a smidge over a, a PS5 digital edition. Um, but this card is touted to outperform a 2080 Super and completely trounces a 1080 Ti. Now that is, for its price, that is fucking mental. <laughs> it's not just mental, Chris. It's depressing. <laughs> yeah, it is depressing. Uh, Jamie, what uh, what graphics card do you have again? Uh, <laughs> um, do we we don't need to, we don't need to talk uh, about uh, it? Okay. Right. Hey mate, you don't you worry. I've got a 1070. You're you're doing absolutely. I'm, I'm on. I've got a 2080 Super. 2080 so. Super and a 370 pound card. <laughs> I've performed. Yeah. It's mental. But uh, it's, oh, it's weird. It's always weird about this. Is it's a it's a great thing. It's brilliant for people who want to get better graphics cards. But I genuinely feel sad for people. Or oh, sad's the wrong word. <laughs> but I I feel for people. I empathize with people that spent a lot of money on. 2080 Ti, whatever, a year ago, 18 months ago, and, and now they've done... 10 months it's, ago. 10 months ago. It, it seems like a bit who, of a dick move. Mm. Yes and no. no, though, because, I mean, Although, it's just the nature of the game, right? Like, things are going to come out, they're going to be faster, because you're not going to release something that's not as fast, so it's always going to be faster. And the idea is that it should always be cheaper, because technology gets cheaper and cheaper to implement. So, yeah. yeah, like you know, even if it's I'm, 10 months, like you say to yourself, okay, but you've got 10 months of almost the apex of gaming, you know, and it's not like it's a slouch with it's not like you're going to struggle with cyberpunk. No, 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 sure. And, and like, I, I, as, as, as the person again who again up bought and shit only 10 months ago and now looks at this and, and says it's a little <laughs> bit depressing i kind of agree with chris it's like it feels like the nature of the beast it's the way that technology goes we've all been screwed over like this at some point or another um it's tough when you don't know when it's gonna come uh like yeah. some people buy shoot if you buy an iphone in august you're shooting yourself in the foot <laughs> this is less of that situation um yeah to but, be fair it's the same with a lot of other industries and in yeah, yeah to be fair but like, I, like I, the, the thing you've got to remember, and I think I, this goes to anyone, you know, with any 
to a 20 series or even 10 series card is like new stuff coming out sort of moves the goalposts a little bit and maybe gives developers something else to aim for something else to optimize for but it doesn't necessarily make anything you've got at the moment any more redundant or any less powerful yeah and like you said you you mentioned cyberpunk there chris like we're all still going to be playing cyberpunk it's all still it's going to look good for all of us oh dude you're going to be playing cyberpunk on a max start setting if you play it on your pc which you won't because you're a mad depends i think it depends about ray tracing i will no i think i think cyberpunk will be pc for me oh yes it it just it just makes sense and i'll be honest i'm not trying to shame anyone who you know is playing on console and stuff like that until we know more about the nature of the ps5 and the series x patches when they're going to be delivered and what they're going to do to that game i'm nervous about visuals and performance even in backwards compatibility mode on current on home consoles so why not just pull the trigger on a i'm fucking i bought skyrim like 50 times by the time it had been out for 10 years how do we know cyberpunk won't be the same yeah like I, 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 I own the witcher 3 their last game on three consoles as well yeah like so if can it, i if can it, i give you might, the, um, why not get off on the right foot and maybe i'll buy a console version down the line or maybe i won't i don't know yeah can i can i give you the quick load the cyberpunk lowdown because i've I pulled up this stats so jamie mm. you will be able to play on ultra with your 2080 is that ray um, tracing ultra no, that's that's normal. That's no ray tracing. And I'll be at fourteen forty p. By the way, uh, so at fourteen forty p, yeah, you'd be you'd smash it out of the park with ultra settings. If you wanted to go to ray tracing, then you would be fine um, on ten eighty. But fourteen forty, okay. they suggest uh, an RTX thirty seventy. If you want ray tracing, yeah, I think I'll do fourteen forty max, no ray tracing, probably, unless the ray tracing is like unbelievably legit and i'm not down to 1080 probably well, there's a, a lot of neon going on in that game you know what's kind of, of the, you know what's stressing me out about cyberpunk fellas go on i i don't know I, I don't know which starting path i'm gonna go with it's actually stressing me out i've i've kind of changed my mind a little as well i thought i was e- quite easy yeah because you, you like, yeah, initially going were going corpo and now i'm not sure now I might go Street Kid. I don't know. So it's Corpo Street Kid and Nomad. Yeah. yeah. So I was going to go Street Kid, but then they had from the gameplay of the PS5 version, they had some of that Nomad intro, and that kind of kind of piqued my interest. I'm not going to lie. Someone tweeted about saying that um, Nomad sounds more and more interesting because you can because one thing it will give you is the ability to start outside of night city and kind of be introduced to night city as an outsider which will be quite a nice way to be introduced to it as a gamer yeah um and i was like damn that's a really good point (laughs) like i quite like the idea of that as well yeah it is appealing plus every like i think chris is kind of what you were saying every time they show snippets of things happening outside of night city Maybe just because it's an environment we didn't expect to see in that game. Yeah. But it's always eye-catching for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I'm going to say? What we need to do, start three different games. I mean, yeah, I, each I, different path. I, as I'm probably the least invested in kind of... I'm, I'm more interested in where that stuff goes than, than how it starts, so I'm willing to take whatever's considered the short straw and just <laughs> pick whatever you guys don't pick. Yeah. I'm in a weird place with Cyberpunk where, like, it was happening the other day where I was on Reddit and someone shared... Um, some images of the some of the trophies that you can unlock yeah and like their descriptions and their pictures and one of the guys in the comments was like oh my god massive spoilers massive spoilers and i read them and i was like i don't i don't know what any of those words mean <laughs> <laughs> like I, I don't care about spoilers for some because I, I, I 
it's just I don't know why it's not click, uh, not hitting no, that level I'm, for me. I'm with you but on like, that one. Like when they said, "Oh, be careful! It's broken street date," and uh, or everyone on Twitter was saying, "Oh, don't forget to add cyberpunk to your blocked words." And I was like, "Why?" Yeah. Oh, it's because like the, the game's out like the there. And people are going to spoil it. I'm like, I don't know anything about this fucking game. What's they going to yeah, do? Yeah, I don't know how they could spoil it for. Well, me. it's like, like the spoiler. Said... Like the, uh, the, this is the thing. The other thing, you go on the subreddit and like they already know who loads of characters are and they know their names and they're showing pictures of them. It's like I know that the main guy's called V, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you have a mate called Jackie who yeah. dies in one of the trailers, but probably is still in the game. And yeah. then there's a guy who looks like Rick Ross who's in some trailers. And, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird one because if, if you it, tried to Cyberpunk. spoil The Witcher, like if you tried to spoil The Witcher 3 for me back before I'd played it, it would have been completely pointless because I wouldn't have known what the hell you were talking about. Yeah, like, well, th- this is it. You fight the wild hunt near the end. It's like, yeah, I kind of thought that might happen. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't know, because it's an RPG. Like, RPGs are... Almost like it's almost like someone tried to spoil the real world for you. Yeah. Like something this is going to happen. A number of years, like okay. But like, I also feel that it's like not the, like you can ruin it. The, the story trailers that they've come out for Cyberpunk is like they kind of lay out the story and and your your uh, progression through the game. So guess what yeah, the fucking spoiler is going to be? Hey, that goal that we've already told you that you're trying to achieve. Guess what? You fucking achieve it. Like so. I think the most spoilerific thing I've heard, and like you said, it was them announcing it in a trailer before the the game came out, which was um, that Johnny Silverhands is uh, tall and ten. Well, for, as far as we know, is dead from like decades beforehand, and he's almost like a ghost in the machine. Like he's yeah. a, he's a virtual presence. Well, in that's your and head. Jackie dying, or like in the trailer. Jackie dying. Are, would, Jackie dying. Yeah. Anyway, we digress. Yeah. But yeah, Jamie, you'll be fine with your twenty eighty super. In fact, I'm jealous because I'm I'm going to be running it on a uh, a ten sixty. Six gigabyte uh, card, so yeah, there you go. Say Laptop living. Hey, still, still <laughs> gonna be, still gonna be better than any PS4. Hey, Chris, or Xbox you're gonna maybe. be you're gonna be enjoying that glorious 720p medium settings at 30 frames a second. No, it's actually <laughs> gonna be worry. high at 1080p. So thank you very much. Please, please put your frame rate counter on and record footage for us, please. Oh, yeah, I can do that. I, I'll, I'll take a little screen screen grab for sure. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to lie, right? I, I genuinely am feel a little bit anxious about this because so Jamie's going to be playing it as an example with yeah. a 2080 Super. Um, it's going to look lovely. Yeah. I have a 1070, so it's not going to look amazing, but that runs, get like I play Valhalla on that. I've played, um, Le- I play Legion on that and it looks absolutely fine, you know, yeah, those yeah. sorts of games. It does, but then I play like Miles Morales, which we just talked about, is an incredible looking game. Looks fantastic. Uh, Demon Souls, 60 frames a second, looks fantastic. I'm going to play Cyberpunk on my PlayStation 5, but I'm going to be playing the PlayStation 4 version. <laughs> so, the, like, I'm going to look yeah, at Jamie. Well, this is what Jamie was it. saying. That's why he's going to be playing it I'm, on his PC. But if I play on my PC, I can't, I won't be able to get near playstation 5 standard anyway so it's almost like there's no point in playing on my pc unless i upgrade the graphics card i think you might which, be surprised because it won't as in if i wait for uh, a couple of months i'm going to get an upgrade to the playstation 5 version which is going to look better than my pc version so i'm do you see what i mean i'm in this weird place yeah. where i yeah, can play on my that, pc I mean, yeah and I not have the ray tracing stuff in a couple of months or i could play it okay but you the... say a couple of months but if you go by cyberpunk's uh, track record it's, like it's Mar- going to be the March end of 2021 no nah, the up for the upgrade for the playstation 5 and xbox I, know, I reckon march i can't see it going past that that'd be madness yeah 
I mean, yeah. I never thought I, that the game would be coming out on the 10th of December, so. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what they need to do for me? And this is I would love is if they had anyone from CD Projekt Red, if you listen to this, <laughs> which you don't. But anyway, if they had um, cross saves so I could buy it on PC. Do, oh, PC. No, no, they have they have like PlayStation says PlayStation 5. Yeah, if I could buy it on PC, play it until they do the upgrade to the PlayStation 5 and then I can switch. I would probably do that. I mean, that might be a thing that they could be working on. Who knows? Ah, anyway, let's hope we digress. OK, next news item. Doom Eternal comes to switch and Games Pass. As you are listening to this podcast, uh, Doom Eternal is available on Games Pass. So get Games Pass because it's the best deal in gaming. And uh, not sponsored, by the way. Hashtag yeah, no spawn. Say, that's not really <laughs> fucking sponsored. Hashtag no spawn. It's wild. It's wild. It is. It is wild. It's a game pass. Okay, it's, is wild. It's pretty wild. It's um, wild. But yeah, it's it's out on there. It's uh, one of the better games this year. Uh, even though I have some issues with it personally, but whatever. Uh, and uh, amazingly, it still fucking blows my mind. It's coming out on the Switch on December the eighth. Holy shit! And fellas, you're not going to believe this, but potentially Doom Guy could be coming. To Fall Guys. Whoa. Whoa. I don't think I'll ever play Fall Guys again, but there we <laughs> really? go. Really? So my prediction, it's almost as if I'm like a fucking Nostradamus. Uh, yeah. No, come on. It wasn't that bold a prediction. And also, <laughs> the the it, it, it happened a lot later than you guys thought. This is true. A hell of a lot later, yeah. This I thought true. it was going to be weeks, not the, the peak, a year. The, the peak was higher. The peak was higher. It was. Um, but yeah, just the, you know... Always, always happy to have more Doom stuff. It's not much to say there, but yeah. there's more. A, a How's P- that going to play on more Switch? Of a PSA. Like, How's that going to play on Switch? Probably not great. I would, well, yeah, I would love well, to know, know what the, I, how that I, plays. I believe that the uh, Doom 2016 and the um, uh, Wolfenstein, I believe they were fine. You know, obviously, mm, like one of them, you've got fine. some. Yeah, yeah, but f- fine. But like you, you said this before yourself, Chris. Like anyone yeah. who's got the option, why? Yes. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. Because I, I had been tempted by both Doom twenty sixteen and Wolfenstein yeah. on the Switch, and then it's like, but I do have a PlayStation, and even better, I've got a fucking monster gaming laptop. Like, just plus, yeah. Plus, plus, you two, you, you two, you two never finish these games, no matter where you buy them. So exactly. it doesn't matter. That's true. I didn't finish Doom Eternal, but that's probably just because I didn't enjoy. I don't think. It I don't much. think either. If you did, no, but yeah, but I, I didn't enjoy it. I'm not going to finish a game I didn't enjoy. Or, although it is one of the games that I ported across to my PlayStation Five specifically so I could finish it. So oh. Doom Eternal. Yeah, Doom Eternal, yeah. Wow. I, the, the reason I stopped playing Doom Eternal was because other games came out. It wasn't because I didn't want to finish it. I, I really lo- in, was enjoying it when I stopped playing it. Yeah. I, it was a hiatus. Look I forward to hearing to you uh, completing that. I tell you what, <laughs> it'll, it'll happen before Bioshock, I'll tell you that. Is, oh. Let me ask this question. Is Death Stranding still on your hard drive? It is. That was another one that was moved oh, across. Oh, my Lord. Wow. Wow. And, and hard drive space in that PS5 is precious. So don't <laughs> oh, it's basically big, full, big mate. Plays. Oh, so is mine. So is mine. Because I've just, uh, yesterday, um, I put the, uh, I got War- Warzone copied in and put oh. the texture pack, the HD te- texture pack on. Um, and so now I think I'm full. <laughs> I think I'm round. Wow. Yep. Good job, That so hard you. drive is, uh, oh, it's, it's, Slight. She's it's a slim girl. Well, she's very slight. Yeah. You know what's taken up a lot of space on your PlayStation, Jonesy, is probably some Ubisoft games. Speaking of which, Ubisoft Connect has a uh, a wrap up video, much like Spotify does each end of each year. And I believe um was it last end of last year, Sony did a similar one for their PlayStation. 
don't know if they've yeah. done one yet, but it's probably coming. You can expect it soon. And Xbox, I do believe. But yeah, Ubisoft, uh, wrap up the <laughs> your last five years of your Ubisoft history, which is kind of uh, yeah, kind of cool, more, more, but also probably more, kind of depressing. A little bit of both. More than I was expect. I, you always expect one year wrap ups, but I guess Ubisoft making up for lost time with a yeah a big old five year. Yeah. Yeah. I think this was more like a generational thing. Like they're like, it's the end of a generation. Let's see what you've been playing. But we can we can gonna conveniently forget what we were doing at the start of the generation. <laughs> Watch Dogs, Assassin's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Creed Unity. What never came out? <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I wonder why. I wonder if that's the reason they sort of nah. didn't go it back. For no, it's probably not. But Ubisoft's start to the generation was not pretty. Yeah, they 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 are a hit and miss company. To be fair, they to. are. But they but they hit. But I, they do sometimes. I, I, hit. I always give Ubisoft the benefit of the doubt because. I, I don't know they for such a big company they always kind of seem like an underdog to me for whatever reason and i always fight for that <laughs> but yeah if, if, That's, um, that is so weird to hear you, but you know what i mean though right like do you feel I, I, le- I legitimately don't know wow. I, I see i see them as li- i see them as gigantic monolithic like churn and burn billionaires uh-huh. which is I exactly i'm more like oh, but yeah i'm more on chris's side but in the not not that they're like underdog, but more in the sense oh. of they started off so lofty, with like these loftier goals, lofty ideals, yeah. and they've kind of slipped into this weird middle place. Yeah. When, when when did you see them as lofty? Uh, well, the, the promise what, like, of what era? they would do. So we're, so like very early era, so like early Assassin's Creed and stuff. So like, like that. what the eighties? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, no, like so uh, the early noughties and stuff. They see. I thought they were going to go monolithic, as you said but it feels like they've slipped into some middle ground where I suppose similar to somebody like Square Enix, where they've done a lot of good games in the past and they can still turn out a good game, but sometimes it's a bit ropey and you're like, But the the truth of the matter is Jamie is absolutely correct. They are monolithic monolithic billionaires there. Yeah, sure. Of course they are. Of course they are. But But it feels weird. Interesting enough, you said about their start of the previous generation. Uh, By some accounts, depending on who you're listening to, their start to this generation has not really been up to up to scratch either. So, no, it'll be interesting. But, yeah, probably not the way they had it planned because I think they didn't think they'd have games like Watch Dogs Legion on their books by this stage. Yeah. I remember, like, this, that was meant to come out a long time ago and there are a couple of other games falling in that uh, spot. Like, they, don't get me wrong, I don't think they ever wanted to release three open-world action-adventure games back-to-back-to-back to back to back <laughs> one month after another. But, hey, apparently that Immortals Phoenix Rising game is not half bad. Yeah, I'm I'm kind um, of tempted, but I got I got no I, space on my plate. I I, I seem to remember a, a a particular early gamer who gave a, a promising preview of that game. Yeah, yeah. He may or may not be affiliated with the Super Show podcast. I yeah, wouldn't know. <laughs> he may or may yeah. not have a shit eating grin on his face right now. Hmm. That's that's just his face. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, so watch out, Totoro's come over. Hmm. So no, did the, you guys? Did you um? Did you do your Ubisoft Connect wrap? I've done videos? my Ubisoft Connect. I love these things. Oh, unironically, go on, Jamie. Give us a, give us a stat. Well, it's it's weird because um, I I spent less time playing Ubisoft games than I thought I had. Yeah, which is to say, three hundred and thirty nine hours um, wow. since twenty fifteen. That's not that much though. Yeah, over really five not. years. That's it's not, not much no. at all. It's it, not much. Yeah. Um, and that's spread across 12 games. I think it's because some some games I know I didn't play much at all. Like going back to 
again, sort of like 2015, 2016, when this was starting, this would have been counting games like Assassin's Creed Syndicate, which I bounced off really quickly for my sins because I know it's not bad. Yeah. Uh, like the, the Rayman games, which were really fun, but I wouldn't have put much time into, things like that. The main games I put my time put time into apparently are Assassin's Creed Origins, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and perhaps unsurprisingly, the Division Two. And I can tell you, in the yeah. Division Two, I have got seven thousand eight hundred eighty three kills and earned <laughs> over fifty million XP wow. and looted one thousand nine hundred fourteen items. Well, you know, at least fifty hours of your um of your total runtime there was you trying to down that giant drone. Yeah, it probably was. <laughs> um, wow, yeah, I, I think I streamed that game like three times on the, at ATG, so they, the, those probably did pad my stats. Yeah, that slightly. was mental, wasn't it? It was like, oh, there's another fucking beta. Okay, let's stream it. Okay, it, it was yeah. like fucking... Do the I same think... shit over and over again. Cool. Yeah. Well, some of those ones you put me in there on my own, so no one else had to deal with it, but that was, <laughs> that was fine. I, li- I liked that game. Do you know what the most impressive thing about my Ubisoft Connect is? Yeah. Go on. I, on average, I make less than one friend a year. <laughs> <laughs> what? Does it, how many friends have you got then? Like four? Friendships three. made, you made three, you made three friendships in five years. It's, it's wow. telling me. I don't know who so they are. That's what I'm I wondered now. that because the, it, mine says you've made five friends, but that's just literally going to be me talking to you guys and someone else and like connecting up it's not like making any friends through gaming <laughs> yeah i'm looking i'm looking now my three friends that i made in five years are steph chris and the guy who worked uh for ubisoft who walked me through uh immortals who i had to add on Uplay. because i had like a, a guy talking to me while i oh, yeah, because it. it was a, a covid it was a COVID thing, yeah. Remote, remote uh, desktop stuff, and yeah. you have a guy in your ear telling you how how to do stuff, and when Man. you're stuck. Ah, Ubisoft. Eh? I I haven't even bothered doing this because I. Oh, please do it. It'll be well funny. I, yeah, I'll, I might do it afterwards, but I just don't think that I sunk nearly enough time into Ubisoft games to. Someone did do an article, um, which is, to be fair, making uh, making content out of nothing. Which was um, that it's really funny to do your Ubisoft Connect wrap up video if you've barely played any Ubisoft games, <laughs> because the stats it gives you is like, "Well done, you've done this." Are like kind of sad. Yeah. You've <laughs> which, played um, twelve hours across all Ubisoft <laughs> titles. Like, <laughs> mine's a bit like that because it says uh, my second most played game was The Division, but I only took down four rogue agents in Manhattan, <laughs> which is like pitiful. <laughs> My most played game was Far Cry Five, and I did spend a decent amount of time playing Far oh, Cry nice. Five. So, what's Chris, your most? Might be a, what, what's your most, Jamie? My most played game was it origin or was, was it, the uh, no the Division Two, the Division Two. Oh wow! Yeah, look at that. Does make do you know this? Do you, know, do you know how this blows? This blows my mind. One thing about this blows my mind, and it maybe shouldn't. I'm just <laughs> simple, but um, seeing that the Division which came out ages ago, was one of my, in my top three um, most played Ubisoft games. But I still so clearly remember when we first saw that trailer for The Division and we were blown away by like the glass in the window of the car falling out and how amazing that game looked. We've had two bloody games since then. (laughs) And and I've, you know, I've barely played the second one. (laughs) All right, let's see. Let's see. I'm logging into my Ubisoft thing. It's going to be fucking disastrous. I think I might be able to tell you yours, anecdote, Chris, because oh, I, I can look at your account. Don't. It's going to be so fucking horrible. I think you might have only played two games. 
yeah. Oh, doing doing Ubi dirty, mate. And like I said, I don't I don't really I haven't really been getting into them. Or if I have been getting into them, it's been on um ATG accounts rather than my own. So that might be a reason uh, right. as well. Uh, I would imagine, Jamie, that the division would probably be in the last five years would be my highest, the original division. I don't think so, because I think it's counting someone else's someone you know's playtime in another game Assassin's as Creed, part of your account. Uh, Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Because according to this, I, I closed it now, but it looked like you played like sixty uh, something hours of Odyssey, yeah, which no, I don't I've think only you played personally about 10. have. Yeah, yeah. Wow, there we go. Depressing. Thanks. <sighs> Eleven years with Ubi apparently, and twenty-one games owned. That's what my account says. That's mad. Oh, how do you find out that stuff? I just clicked on my little uh, my little man in the top right. Oh, it says yeah, eleven games with Ubi, fourteen games owned. Oh, you're what eleven le- years as well. Yeah. What what level are you? Give 30, you a level. 39 apparently oh i'm 34 wow. i'm surprised at that i thought you'd be a lot higher level above me than that all right that's <laughs> like a, why are you like fucking like a reverse shape you like you're shaming me for not being more better than you <laughs> <laughs> yeah i should like be shaming myself for not being better shouldn't i better yeah get off my case <laughs> man wow all right guys well i think that's all we've uh, got time for this week um we need a code word fellas uh, it's been a bit oh of a God. It's been a bit of a weird episode because it's been a bit of a weird week in terms of news. It's another one of the week where it's been dry because next week's going to be OTT. So yeah, next week's going to be Cyberpunk Game Awards. Blah blah blah. Yeah, blah, but blah, next so. week's going to be so annoying as well because nothing's going to come out until Game Awards like pops, and we're going to be recording before Game Awards probably. Wow, I thought we were recording on I, maybe Friday. Well, Friday I we were morning. On Friday. Yeah, probably have to be. Anyway, well, because if we record on Thursday, then it's pre-game awards and during Cyberpunk time. Yeah, yeah, I will be. Re- I will be playing Cyberpunk whilst we're recording the podcast. So just yeah, that'd be quite there. funny. Yeah. Anyway, uh, code word. Come on, uh, Jonesy. You haven't had one for a while. Come on. You can oh, think of something. Good lord! He never surely. says anything funny. Uh, yeah, my, I'm just too full of facts. I'm not trying to make everyone laugh like some. I mean, I. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Jesus, what a burn! Uh, I don't even know. What, what about something what about, about? What about something about Samus or Metro? I was just sum up was your just Metroid thoughts in like two words. <laughs> No, because because that, that that I'm not trying to slag off Metroid. My my oh, Jonesy, my, you um, were trying to slag off Metroid, man. No, I was trying to say that people get too ex- overexcited about it. Wow. Well, I don't know how you could put that. So in Sam, words. so you could re- like they're Samus stands almost. Samus simps. The Samus Samus simps. simps. There you there go. We go. Samus what simps is Samus your code word if you've made it this far. Thank Samus you so simps. much for joining us for this week, and yet again. We are shutting off before the two-hour mark. <laughs> it's not our fault. You, you literally cackle, but there are people, and they've been in I the know. Discord this week as well, saying they they want two hours. And I want uh, after the record, I'm I've, I've been I've spoken openly multiple times that I w- I want to give it to them, Chris. Can I? Can hey, I if give they you, need more, can I give over you a five-dollar Patreon? You can uh, watch the <laughs> Q and A, which was an hour and a half, and is only part one. So there you go. <laughs> there you I go. think it was That's... longer than an hour and a half. It was an hour and fifty-four minutes. Oh, but that was longer than this. Yeah, pretty much. But hey, can I give you a peek behind the curtains? I, I want to yeah, hit, yeah. hit that stop record button because my bladder <laughs> is full of urine and I need to evacuate. I'm glad that's what it's full of. If it was full of anything else, <laughs> then we'd be in trouble. 
Jesus. Uh, but yeah, anyway, thank you so much for watching. If you're watching or listening on a podcast platform of your choice, we love you very much and we'll see you next week. See ya.